This here's the podcast crew. We're hauling up at 901, about to hit the airwaves. Ready for bookstores, cool chatbots, and the explosive relationships you'll only find in. You've got mail. Well, rev up your modems. Or an earful of. You've got mail. The Ultimate Hacker Podcast. Fans of cinema. Cyber. You'll find much like. That is, if you're not some no good. Superstore. Breaker, breaker, good buddy. Expect in-depth analysis, breaking news about the cast and crew, a little internet protocol, and we'll even have something for your inbox. You've got mail. Yes. Those are very powerful words. Oh, you hear those sounds? I I don't hear your sounds. Not sure why my mic uh, was not on the uh, program feed. But don't know. We had everything else locked down. Uh, I could hear some sounds, as I was going to say. Um, these are the sounds of the 90s. These are. The sound uh, is probably like the top sound of the 90s. We've moved from the sounds of the 80s to the sounds of the 90s. Yes, uh, welcome. Uh, this is an earful of You've Got Mail. Uh, I am Hervey Ockles. I'm Alan. And uh, if this is the first episode of this show you're hearing, uh, it makes sense because this is the first episode of You've Got Mail. We uh, we are known for deep analysis. We analyze a show for uh, a movie, that is, for about 45 hours or so. Or so. Or so. And, uh, Depends tr- on the length of the movie. And try to find deep themes in it. And it's really exciting because uh, we're going to find some deep deep themes in uh, You've Got Mail. 1998, uh, Nora Ephron, You've Got Mail. Tom, that one, Hanks, yes. Meg, Ryan... You've got got mail. Mail. Uh, yeah. So this is uh, this episode one of uh, Nearful of You've Got Mail. Uh, first time we've done a uh, multi-word uh, movie title. That's a big first for us. Yeah, and the apostrophe causes issues. Has a lot of issues. A lot of issues. Apostrophes. If you heard the opening, it's like you've got mail. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's one Text issue. to speech engines. They don't like apostrophes. No one likes, uh, it. No one likes them. Uh, so it's, there's, I forget there's, there's about 16 seconds of silence at the end of this song. So it's not great for looping. You can fix that. It, it can be fixed. James Ferraro, uh, in his album, far side virtual chose not to fix it. Yeah. Was it uh based on far side calendars? Uh, the, I don't know. The nineties were an unpredictable time. Yeah. It was the, it was the decade of far side calendars. So before we do anything else, before we, describe ourselves who we are what we're all about uh we're gonna do something called key line pie <laughs> yes what did you just do i was i'm just concerned about our air sound okay and so you switched what our headphones here yeah that's the worst excuse to <laughs> no we're good we're good yes. we're good i'm now just we're look just just relax okay yeah just relax uh, we're here it's a new movie key line pie is where we uh find one key line of these five minutes did we describe the format of the show? No. No, we haven't. So, uh, welcome to an earful. You've got mail. We're going to be walking through the movie You've Got Mail five minutes at a time. This episode will cover the first five minutes of You've Got Mail. If you haven't already done so, you will want to get a copy of You've Got Mail. You'll want to rip it. You'll want to... We you'll, did all these things. Yeah, you want to strip it, then rip it, then split it. Yeah. And then... Digitize um, it. And then merchandise it. Yeah. Um, and then you... Did you say digitize? I did say digitize. See, I can barely... It's like you're a dis, It's like you're far away. Like a far side. You're, yes. Yeah, like a far side virtual. 
Um, so uh, you're gonna want to do all those things. Grab the first five minutes of that delightful yeah. movie. Hold it between your fingers. Hold it between your fingers, and then we're gonna sync it up later, and we'll talk about it. Yeah, not not yet. Please not yet. Think. Not yet. This is challenging. I just need to be really on the ball with this <laughs> Linden Dollars thing. It's worth it. I think it's, maybe it's it's a great song. Yeah, you need to make uh, like ten hours of this, and then you're always good to go. Yeah, uh, it's, going, oh, it's going. Yep, it's going. It's yeah, going. Don't that. worry. Don't worry. It's happening. Let's get out of the way. So then, so we you know, so we're breaking the movie into five minute chunks, right? Yeah. And so each chunk kind of has its own. And let's be clear, uh, we're going to start with the first chunk and move on to the second chunk. We like chunk. starting with one. Yeah. We don't zero index here. I was very careful. Uh, you should see the scripts I wrote. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, I was uh, splitting files here using FFmpeg. Uh, and it's great. Love FFmpeg. I, I, am, I admire it. Yeah. Mm. It's powerful. Um, not, not entirely usable without uh, just... <laughs> Searching, how do I do something? And then you copy and paste impenetrable uh, instructions. So that's, it works. That's, I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's, programming. that's programming these days. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, whatever. Um, okay. So uh, we're going to, we're going to take, nope, nope, not yet. Uh, we're going to take, we've written on pieces of paper in the studio. Yeah. We've written what we believe is the key line from these five minutes, which will define the sort of... It kind of busts it right open. Busts it right open. Yeah. So we're now going to hand them hand them each other? What do we normally do here? Okay. Yeah. And then we're going to flip them around, or in your case, you're going to open it. Oh, nice. Like, I folded mine. Like this? Yeah, like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And then we're going to read each other's yes. key lines. And if we match, uh, five points. Five points. Okay. Three, two, two one. one. It's, it's the, the end, end of Western, Western civilization, civilization as we know it. Wow, Very well good. done. Really well done. Great start for the show. Very yeah. good start. We're not normally that that synced. Oh, here's a um, theme song. Here's a theme song. All right, and we're here for corrections, which we do in the middle of the theme song. Actually, let's expand this because the first episode to uh, corrections and uh, news, views, and feuds. News, views, feuds, corrections. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, number one news slash views slash feud is um, we need a new theme song. That's uh, yeah. I mean, we've had this for a while. Uh, I I said last last one we should have used the uh, the twist twist song. How to. Uh, and we did on one episode, actually. It was great. Uh, yeah. I, I fans said, this is a great theme song. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a bit tired at this point, but it's good. It's a classic song. Um, but if you uh, suggestions, open. Uh, okay, any other news? We have everything posted online. We finally have the Haywood Gould uh, posted online. All of, yeah, if you want to conclude. What a, what a great interview. An earful of cocktail. All the episodes are there. Haywood Gould was incredible. We're working through the cocktails still. We still need to like still need make to make all the cocktails. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any views? Um, I have a view of 
a dark outer <laughs> studio right now. Great. We look into the void. It's every nice. Time. It's nice to look into a dark window. Okay, yeah. how about feuds? Feuds. We have an ongoing feud with the Philadelphia Symphony Orchestra. We need to add this to the website. Pittsburgh. Well, Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra. Uh, news. Uh, we need to make the website for... for need to make the website. Need to make. Need to update the Twitter feed. And update the feuds. Update the feuds, the feeds, the sites. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> stay tuned for that. Coming soon. And um, anything else? I don't think so. Okay. All right. Well, I think we're still feuding with um, that, uh, that podcaster guy, too. He doesn't know that. He does. Yeah, he's that's right. As far as anyone knows, that feud is that feud is long gone. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of this theme song. We'll be back in a second, in which case we will spoil the first five minutes of You've Got Mail. Is this still called Who Let the Spoilers Out? Why would it not be? I mean, it's, I feel like. The 90s? Well, no, I feel like the, um, the, what do they call the Bahama Boys? The Bahama Boys. The Bahama Boys. The Bahamen. Yeah, they're not Those boys. Guys. <laughs> the, they were once Bahama Boys, who be, <laughs> later became Bahamen. Okay. Those guys. They're, they're, they are Bahama Ian. That's yeah. They're, yeah. I, they're, I mean, yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> they were at one point Bahama Boys. <laughs> they were. Okay. Are they, I think they were, I mean, they were highly relevant to cocktail. Yes. Uh, so, okay. They uh, were, they're not as relevant to You've Got Mail. Actually, here's more news. Mm. Uh, we now have a uh, summary of the movie You've Got Mail, <laughs> which we commissioned, uh, and uh, we were unable to get our uh, previous writer. Yeah, the previous writer is uh, who's, who's, by speaking all measures, of chicken wire. Yeah, he's he's a grand writer, uh, and now if you search for what he's up to these days, he has moved on from writing movie summaries, and he's a chicken farmer in Kenya. So, <laughs> and by all measures, seems to be doing pretty well farming chickens. That's true. Yeah. So we didn't we we didn't attempt to get him to write another one. Yeah. Um, uh, what Instead, we, we got a uh, Pakistani uh, pa- optometrist. Pakistani optometrist. Yeah, which yeah. is. I, I think you know an option, always an option. Um, so we went that route. <laughs> that boy, uh, therapy. Yeah. Uh, um, and um, and so we have a summary, and yeah. and this time we when we put out the request for a summary, which yes. we we did we paid for, we do pay for these things. Um, we explicitly specified no quoted dialogue, and that was the one flaw of uh, of our last summary writer is that he I think. But just a little too much of quoting dialogue. A lot of quoting dialogue. Great, yeah, though, he I got think. it done very quickly though, and uh, and his English was was the right amount of good slash bad. I think, as we'll see, this English is better. Yeah, maybe but, too good. Also, but not, we'll see how it goes. I mean, this is good, but also uh, she's kind of stepping on our toes by doing analysis. She's she also does inject analysis. Yeah, which yes. I do like. I and, and she talks about themes. Yeah, and other meta. Things. Let me so. get into this because this is going to take 
a while. <laughs> okay, let's talk through the first this, five this minutes. This explains the whole, not only for his movies, it also unpacks <laughs> the movie. But without further ado, You've Got Mail is an American. Okay, actually, well, one thing back. Yeah. We, we, we hired her largely because people said what they're going to do. And she says, I want to. Uh, <laughs> wait, I, I, can, I actually have okay, right hold, here. Hold I, I have the. Oh, no, I deleted it. Uh, okay. Wait, we have we have it in the drive. Hold on, hold it's on. in the drive. Um, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll let you do the real quote. I am. Okay, so we so we put out the request. Got a bunch of responses. A lot of them are just generic, right? It's a lot of people saying, like, I'll write 500 words and something, like, something. I will write your scientific I, article. Yeah, it's and like, it's no, like, it's a, no, we didn't ask for that. We asked for a plot summary of a movie, and yeah. so we would hope that you would acknowledge that in, in your pitch. Here's the response from the person who ended up writing it for us. So, first of all, the, the thing they do, which this is not... They can't change this per bid, so this is just their their general like skill thing. Sure. So this didn't really relate, but they research any type of medical and health related topics. That's what they do. Yeah. Everything. That's helps. the service they're offering. Holistic. So here here's their description. Hi there. I watched this romantic. <laughs> okay, let me restart. Hi there. I watched this romantic movie of Mag. <laughs> <laughs> it's capital M A G. Dot dot dot. No, actually, only two dots. Yeah. Hi there. I watched this romantic movie of Mag. I am interested in your work. Dot, dot. Give me a chance. Dot, dot. And we did. Thank you. Dot, dot. I mean, so... So that, if they had written the whole summary in that... Yeah. In that type of language... Yeah. I think we would have been over the moon... Yeah, I mean, I'll say this. I still unclear what Mag means. Is this, I don't is this, know. Is this mean Meg Ryan? I'm not Movie sure. Movie of Mag. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't. But uh, the the summary is not written like that. But without further ado. You've Got Mail is an American romantic comedy movie directed by Nora Ephron, starring Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan as the leading roles. Uh, that, that, is, that was the play. Uh, yep. The movie was inspired by a play, Parfumery, written by the Hungarian writer Miklos Laszlo in 1937, which was first adapted in 1940 film The Shop Around the Corner and later as in 1949 in The Good Old Summertime. This is good info. This is info we would have presented. Yeah, it, hmm. which we didn't nope. because we're uh, not really doing our job. Uh, the movie follows two people who develop an online romance but are unaware of the fact that they are business rivals in real life. <laughs> the movie is set in New York to reinforce the idea that the people there are very business-oriented and the trend of globalization that prevails within the Big Apple is also highlighted very intently. This is nice. I mean, that's, that's kind of putting words in, in in the writer's mouth. It's like, I, I, we don't know why it was in New York. Well, so the general, I mean, uh, so, you know, I should say, we requested this on Fiverr, and it seems like everyone who, who provides any written content on Fiverr just assumes they are writing a school assignment for you. Uh, pretty much across the board, like you know, it's like they, you know, what uh, we were even asked what the rubric was. <laughs> <laughs> that is very funny. Yes. Um, so it's a little bit of a struggle to kind of, you know, uh, work through a request that's not explicitly trying to have someone write your homework for you. Yeah. Now we've reached the uh, actual movie. Mm -hmm. The credits at the beginning of the movie are displayed on computerized graphics depicting the area of New York where the leading roles work with the sounds of someone typing on a keyboard. This is an allusion to the fact that the movie marks the turn of the century with mm. regards to courtship and romance. Mm. In the past, people would see each other, have courtship, and fell in love. After that, lovers would pen down their feelings in the form of letters to communicate with each other. The movie internalized digital technology as the characters fall in love by sharing a series of emails highlighting the latest technological advancement of that particular age. The movie begins with the introduction of the female lead, Kathleen Kelly, 
played by Meg Ryan, she lives with her boyfriend, who is a very well-known columnist in a small house in New York. Uh, what would you call a brownstone house? Uh, it's a townhouse, townhome, townhouse. It's more of a townhome to me. It's a town, town I mean, yeah, yeah. sure. The movie okay. starts with Kathleen waking up while her boyfriend is all ready to go to work. Her boyfriend is a prominent news writer for the New York Observer and is passionate about the struggles and ultimate victory of the underdog. Frank is depicted mm -hmm. as one of those people. Wait, we're underdog two words? Was yes. that under space dog? I tried to make that clear in the way I said it. I know. Yes, well, that's, yes. that's why I was interpreting it that way. Okay, go on. Uh, and, and she actually, I mean, she's going through and actually kind of saying information we don't know yet. We don't know who he writes for. No, no idea. As far as you know, he's just a guy who's in. These I, are spoilers. Could have, a, could have been a stranger who's just <laughs> in the room and is leaving. Uh, who knows? Uh, very difficult to know in context. Uh, passionate about the struggles and ultimate victory of the underdog, Frank is depicted as one of those people who do not change with the changing times, even though laptops were readily available. Is that true? When did you have your first laptop? In like your family laptop? Um. Oh, well, I mean, before 1998 for sure. Okay. You know, I mean, uh, 1995. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a dock. It was a duo dock, lap dockable laptop. No one in so my family a... had a laptop mm. until I went to college in uh, wow. 2004. Hmm. True story. Uh, it was a dockable? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a Mac laptop. You'd put into a, into a duo dock thing. <laughs> and then in the duo dock, it would then there was a CRT monitor that it would it this would like show the, up this on. This is like the Ubuntu phone. Uh, it was, it was dockable uh, 20 years ahead of time, right? It, yeah, I mean, a lot of things were ahead of their time and then never ha never came back. <laughs> uh, laptops were readily available. He was obsessed with using a typewriter for his work. Moreover, he voices this as well, saying that machines aren't helpful at all, while his girlfriend has the opposite point of view. The atmosphere within the house is cozy, and the couple seem happy. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. that's a fair read. I, I actually wrote uh, somewhere on here that it was... It was I said atmosphere is clean but lived in. I'm, I'm more, I'm more kind of curious about. They seem happy. Do they seem happy? Oh, oh. Um, there's some tension there. They seem like they tolerate yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll Just get into that. Okay, go on. Even content with each other. Oh. So happy, even content with each other. Sure. Um, discussing their co. I mean, it's not like she hasn't seen the whole movie here. So she's. I mean, it's. We, we should actually uh, ask people to to chunk it. To, yeah, we should <laughs> ask people to write a summary where you please never, ever write a word about the movie. Yes. And, and you know, um, only write words about parts of the movie you've seen yes. at any given point and, and never we, watch ahead. We should commission it for each chunk. Separately. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That would actually be incredible. Yeah, that would be good. Okay. Uh, discussing their work and their ideologies. <laughs> as soon as her boyfriend leaves, Kathleen makes sure that he is left by looking through the keyhole. She, look, she looks through, the, she looks through the, like the, the window people. and the yeah the oh what do you call it the not the peephole the the what do you look at in the hallway the hallway hole okay the not hallway the key, hole not the, not the keyhole then proceeds to turn on her laptop connects to the modem uh, is that is that right to say connect to the modem you connect through the modem you use a modem to connect to yeah. a a remote server but yeah and waits whenever. while it connects as soon as she mm. logs in with the screen name shop girl she gets a notification. From her email telling her that she has received an email from NY152. It turns out that she is engaged in conversation with a stranger who really understands her and it becomes very obvious that she has romantic feelings towards him. However, both of them do not know each other's real identity. We don't know that yet. Yeah. The scene changes and goes into the house of the male lead, Joe Fox, played by Tom Hanks, and that's where I cut off. Nice. Okay. That's a lot of the, most of these are not that long. Yeah. It is interesting that nowhere in there was the quote you've got or the, the that it wasn't quoted that the the computer said you've got mail. 
because we would have fired her. That we yeah, we wouldn't have accepted it. That would have been yeah. quoting dialogue. Unacceptable. Okay, that has been who let that we need to come up with a better name for this segment at least. You you've got you've got spoilers. spoilers. You've got spoilers. Sure. That's not bad. That's yeah. been you've got That's spoilers. So close to the same. Whoa, we, we whoa, are, whoa, we, we whoa. Just so, pop in there. Pop we are in. so close to the sink. Okay. All right. We are so close to the sink. We can feel it. And we're only 22 minutes into the show. That's not we're, bad. For, a, for bad. a first app, we got a lot. Of, we had we had a lot of business to take care of. We yeah. had, there's a lot we had to get through. So. Sure, sure. Okay. We are now going to synchronize with you, the listener at home. Yes. The first five minutes. We already explained the chopping the and movie. slicing and dicing. You're no going to need, need to, to well, strip already, it. Already said, already said we're, skip to the same. Okay. So skip to, so make sure, so load up your first chunk, right? Yeah. And uh, go, well, this first one, of all. This one is called YGM underscore segment underscore zero one dot MP4. Yours may be called other things. It should be called that. It should be called that ideally. So um, go home, grab the chunk. Yeah. Uh, sit down in front of it, loop it, lock it, get ready. Don't cue it. And we are going to count down, and then we're all going to play this movie together and start watching it. Make sure you've got it looped. If you don't I, have it looped, I, I, you're going to fall idea. behind. I'll, I'll do this next uh, next app. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we should start within the first uh, 15 minutes. So I'm having like a stopwatch. Mm. And when that 15 minutes counts down, the sync starts. Regardless of what we're doing. Yes. What if it's during like spoiler alert? Well, we better be, we better hurry. We better yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna well, stop. The first episode gets a little bit of. I mean, we get some slack here. Yeah. We had a lot. Next to, episode. We had to talk about the end of cocktail. We had to talk about the start of You've Got Mail. Just chat, yeah. We have to just chat sometimes. Yeah. We had to do key line pie. Yeah. Well, that's that's every. I know that's every episode. But we can be a little. I mean, we have a lot of analysis. Yeah. Let's be snappy about this. Three, two, one. One, three, two, one, go. How's the sink? I'm I'm a little ahead, but it's not. It's close enough. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Okay, let's do the analysis. Okay, so we got basically two scenes here. Is that fair to say? Um. I mean, uh, two scenes. Let's see. So we got, we've got, you've got two scenes. I mean, we've got the third scene, which is this whole WB opener. Uh, I call that scene zero. Okay, scene zero. I mean, I, mean, I, I consider it the credits. Sure. And then at home with the Kellys. Um, what, what would you call? What would you call? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, would you call you, the WB credits, its own at, scene? Wait, wait, credits at home with the Kelly. At home with the Kellys. Are you saying the that what? Because her name's Kathleen Kelly. Oh. And his name is Mr. Kathleen Kelly. Wait, what? No, isn't her name Joe? Or wait, is it her his? Name is Joe Fox? <laughs> is no, oh, Joe no. Fox. No, that's Tom Hanks' character. Tom Hanks. <laughs> I'm aware of that. <laughs> no, I thought. Joe Fox. <laughs> that what you just said? What are you saying? No, I was trying to say, isn't his name Joe Kelly? But it's obviously not. It's obviously yeah. Joe Fox. Don't know why. Who is Joe Kelly? Joe Kelly's a person, right? Um, Isn't that like a Joe Kelly's gang or something? Um, an Irish guy. Is I mean, she, is yeah, Kelly is an Irish name. Yeah, yeah, Kathleen, Kathleen Kelly. She's, yeah, she's probably Irish-ish. Yeah, Meg Ryan is an Irish. Joe name. Kelly is a professional baseball pitcher. Oh, okay, for the sense. Dodgers. Sure, he's the guy with glasses. So, okay, there's actually a lot of different layers of what's going on in the opening scene, which is oh, it's a, it's amazing. I mean, the, start- this whole thing, the the animated. CG New York City here? Yeah, so okay, we start it's with... It's beautiful. Okay, so would you call the Warner Brothers then New York City and then the uh, Brownstone, or would you consider I, uh, the Warner Brothers through the desktop, no, through the... That's like all... I would call that all intro. 
I would call it uh, Cyber World. Yeah, intro slash cyber world. Yeah. Then we have oh, this beautiful transition to real world. Oh, it's really good. It's well, amazing. Well, let's not we'll get talk. Ahead of okay. Yeah. Then we have real world at home with the Kellys. Yeah. And then we have brief. Let's, let's always be clear when we're talking whether it is real world or cyber world. Okay. The first scene, cyber world. But we have to say it in like an electronic voice. So uh, we go like, real world. <laughs> you could choose to do that. You're you're very okay. very free to do that if you want. Cyber world. <laughs> That's so is that an electronic voice? Not really, but it's, it's something. Okay. All right. So uh, so we start with cyber world. Uh, cyber world. Cyber world. Uh, so uh, that was okay. In the mid '90s, there was nothing. Co- Are we ready to go to analysis? Oh well, wait, wait. I was gonna argue. There's another. I mean, I think that the Joe Fox at home. Is Ooh. you know that there you yeah, we right, get you're right, you're right. we get Joe Fox at home too th- so I think we got three scenes yeah yeah J-F- okay J F O H J J Joe Fox A H A H Joe Fox auction house and but actually not instead of A should be the uh, at symbol yes J A J F A H A at H exactly this okay. is very confusing it's okay very confusing okay so uh I would like to do scene one and then scene two and then I, we'll do scene three I mean I would like to tackle the intro first I I'll, I'll agree with that okay number one number one okay let me Warner Brothers 75 years we're treated to that treatment first. Yes. 75 years of Warner Brothers. So that's 1923 through 1998. Does that check out? Is that when like the company started? or? Like- I, that's what I was in. I mean, 1923 I, I didn't look, I didn't is look that up. Warner, Warner Brothers. Warner Bros. Yeah. Love the Warner Bros. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers, April 4th, 1923. So that does check out. That's when it was founded. They... They did movies before that, but uh, let's see, 1923. Well, that's when it was... With help, they formally incorporated. So, yes, April 4th was their formal incorporation date. So, that's They're, great. Oh. And this uh, this came They're out... A uh, very formative date. And this came out... Uh, I th- Was this a November uh, release? Or December? This movie? Yeah. I don't know. You've got mail. You've Yeah, the, this movie. Yeah. Uh, YGM, I believe, was released December 18th, right before Christmas. Wow, that makes sense. It's a nice little family Christmas movie. It is. I saw it with family. There you go. I yeah, on it, Christmas Day? I saw it, uh, nope. I saw it with, not my, my, my nuclear family. Yeah. My sister and I saw it with my aunt. Nice. When, when, That's the, family? I think it's the only time in my life I've ever not only gone to the movies with my aunt, but even seen a movie with my aunt. <laughs> It's kind of weird. That's that a nice memory. And I played a cruise in USA in the lobby. You know, what a great memory. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Well, well, where were you when uh, when you saw you got mail? Ooh. Um. I. I mean, at home on DVD. Alone. It, yeah. Alone. Yes. I got. I got a copy for Christmas. The next year. Oh, is this a family screening or what? And then I and then I just watched it alone by myself. No, yeah, it was a family screen. Yes, my in, in like early 1999. Or no, no, I mean I, like, whenever like, the DVD came out. It's an early adopter. Oh, oh, my family was was very into DVDs. They were into laser discs. Oh wow, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, okay, so D, but yeah, I, on DVD, I think that was. Wow, 1990 was a great year for DVDs. If I, I mean, think, let's let's look, look up when. If you ask me, like world-changing DVDs, I have uh, one movie in mind: 1998's Six Days, Seven Nights. Mm. That was oh. that was a great DVD movie. The, the DVD release was May 4th, 1999. And you watch as a family May 5th. 
Probably. Cinco de Mayo probably. It was probably like, like yeah. oh, we just got this DVD player. What are we going to watch with it? Well, you've got mail. Great. Uh, there was no- The digital age. So let's describe what happens. Warner Brothers flashes on the screen mm-hmm. and then it pixelates. It does. Because uh, there was nothing cooler <laughs> in the mid-90s than to play with the corporate studio graphic to match the movie. Like they did that. They for- do that today. Oh, but it was a big 90s thing. I mean, like, I I'm think- sure. Like, what's what is what does the WB logo do before Joker? I think it starts. Uh, that's a great. I, mean, I would say, honestly, it probably uses the early 80s or late 70s version of Warner Brothers to, mm. to, to show that it takes place then. I've not seen Joker. Uh, I think it's a bit too spooky for me. <laughs> it is a spooky film. Yeah. Um, so then we, we see, this is a bit confusing, Warner Brothers is in fact a desktop icon. No, no, it's not. So I, I, I looked at this desktop pretty carefully. <laughs> okay, sure. So my theory... Is that so? We, we transition into a computer screen, right? And 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 on that computer screen, we've got a desktop background, which is a kind of a interesting textured static. Oh, it's lovely. Type of thing. Yeah. I my theory is that the Warner Brothers logo is part of the desktop background. So it's mostly, it's it's mostly just a a, a field of kind of speckled blue. Yep. And, and with the a... Warner Brothers logo in the upper left. Yeah. Well, because the background, the way the Warner Brothers logo pixelated previously. Really, like you know, has a similar motif as the as the weird staticky background. So I thought I looked at it fairly carefully and well, came to the determination. It's the only icon that's not lined, you know, aligned to the right side of the screen. Well, sometimes you clean apart your icons, leave some in a jumbled state is a treat. Sure. Uh, I will say uh, the the icons on the right they are in fact not pixelated. They are like actually they're pretty sharp. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a classic series of, of uh, icons. I, I, I noted them down here oh, if you'd like to walk the, through yeah, them. Note them, please. Number one is my computer. Love my computer. Number two is an empty folder. Uh, yes. Number three is a shortcut to Microsoft Word. And it is, it is like, I'm surprised the icon hasn't changed much, or it, it stayed that way for a while. You know, it seems like, wow, isn't that later? Well, on Mac, uh, for a while, in, like, the mid-2000s, uh, it turned into, like, these really bubbly, aqua-y logos. So, like, the Word logo was... It was, the, was a big, it was a big, puffy W. It was, yeah, it was, like, a big, puffy W, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, um, it, then, let's see, then we have... A full folder, or a folder with at least one file in it, let's say. Yeah. Yes. Which, and then, in my mind, it's full. It's yeah, it's you know, it's so, not, some, it's some not em- What would you if it's not empty? What is it? Uh, I would say uh, some people call a folder with one file in it half full. Uh, I call it, I call it full. Nice. Yeah. Um. We full. Then below that we have the recycle bin. Yeah. So is is this canonically uh, any sort of OS? Do you think it looks Windowsy? I mean, the icons are Windowsy icons, but it's not exactly Windows. Not exactly Windows. Yeah, but isn't she's she? Did she use a Mac? I didn't even. She used the Mac. Oh, she uses oh, a Mac. Interesting. Yeah. Oh hmm. wow, you didn't know that. I, I would have guessed you would have noted that. No, well, the, the no the so the the oh yeah okay good no the so I knew the good, good well no I knew the I knew the laptop she was using was a Mac. I didn't. I had not looked. <laughs> she put Windows on her what? Mac. <laughs> I mean that. Yeah, she was running virtual PC. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I mean they could have put whatever screen they wanted on there, you know, but they didn't. They didn't. They they made it real. Who is they? 
<laughs> the movie people. The movie people. The movie. It is. It is also clear. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but when they do film or computer screen, it is clear and kind of nice. I think that they are really literally filming your computer screen. Like you can see the screen door effect on the computer screen. But it's not like, no digital effects happening here. But it's not like really bad. Sometimes you see when you film it. I don't know if it's what frame rate mm. where it, it syncs up and you see the slow black bar. You would only see that with a CRT screen. So she's got a that's an LCD laptop oh, that's a good screen, yeah. which is probably why they had her use a laptop. She, much much better to film. I think also it's very it's very small. We'll get that later. We'll yeah. That later. Okay. Because this, uh, we'll, we'll I mean, you understand we'll, why? We'll, 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 a, a, C, a CRT screen would be constantly gotcha, refreshing. Gotcha. A laptop is is static, you know, uh, and and uh, doesn't need to refresh every pixel all the time, uh, and so or at least they remain lit all the time, so you wouldn't get that effect. And then but. you get America Online gra icon. Then you well, that was that was my big reveal. No, sorry. The last icon. I thought well, wasn't America it, Online wasn't uh, wasn't Windows trash and uh, Windows trash wasn't Windows a trash can? <laughs> that was what we called it back in the day. Or was it the other way around? Was Windows trash and, and Mac was recycling? Yeah, Windows was trash and Mac was great. Yeah, it was recycling. Um, uh, no, no, Windows was recycle bin and oh. Mac was trash. Okay, I could have researched this, but this I was, or you, you could have lived it. I don't in know. In my mind, 1998 was the year of uh, the Linux uh, desktop. Oh so. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. So then, uh, something weird happens. Uh, the user of this OS mm -hmm. uh, takes out their pointer. Yep. And they click and in the middle of the desktop. Their red pointer. Their red pointer and clicks in the middle of desktop, uh, in which point a window uh, emerges mm -hmm. from the middle of the desktop. Uh, here's my first question for you. Uh, is the user of this god? That's an interesting idea. I did not think about that. Yeah. I would say canonically it's God. I I like that angle. Yeah. I like that angle a lot. And then we go into this beautiful CG rendering of New York City. Well, not immediately. We we first go uh, and we go through space. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, you're right. This is definitely canonically God. Okay. Yeah. So this is the God OS. Yeah, it's a God OS. Well, actually, the, the space is apparently a program within it. And it emerges in this window mm. and we go by Saturn. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we hit one more planet and then Earth. So mm. some, like, something happened to Jupiter, I guess. Don't know what, don't know what happened. Yeah, uh, Jupiter Networks. It's a reference. Oh, that's very mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Um, and the Earth we see, it's very notable. It's not our Earth. Uh, you know how I prove this? How? So we see the Earth spin around, uh, and it is, uh, it's the classic, like, World Wide Web, the kind of, uh, mm -hmm. mesh, mesh, uh, orb, as it were. Classic. Classic. Uh, and it only has one thing on it. So even when it zooms in, you see Manhattan, mm -hmm. but actually from a distance, you see it spin around, and there's one little blob Oh, there. that's what that little blob is. It's that's Manhattan. Manhattan. And on mm. this, it takes up, I would say, about, um... I would say seven degrees of latitude, mm. uh, which corresponds to about 500 miles. So on this orb, if it was the size of Earth, Manhattan would be 500 miles. Uh, but mm. in reality, Manhattan is only 13 uh, miles. Mm -hmm. So I would say one of two things. Either this takes place in a Manhattan, which is much larger than our Manhattan, or... or the orb is actually smaller. The latter seems more likely. <laughs> or uh, the reality of the movie does not correspond to God's OS, which to me would or seem maybe, I mean, maybe in God Us, uh, God, it's... It, God Us. God Us, yeah. In, in, in God Us, uh, uh, New York is all that matters. Well, it's weird, too, because like you do zoom in. Mm -hmm. this, is probably, this is probably 
feasibility. You just want to make Manhattan. But it's funny. It's just Manhattan. Mm. Brooklyn Bridge goes out to nowhere. Mm. Um, and we see it. It's like Dark City. <laughs> it's like Dark City, which will make a cameo in the next five minutes. Uh, we will... Um, and then it, it starts emerging. We see a flat Manhattan, and then cities start coming up first in mm. white on black uh, wireframe. Mm -hmm. Then uh, the, the CG color fills in. Mm -hmm. And then we get, well, how would you describe this? It goes to, I'd say, to a flat series of pastel. Actually, I think very rich. It is. It's it, very colorful. Um, it, it's actually, I mean, yeah, like it's a, it's, it's um, a nice... Uh, a nice level of expression with a minimal number of polygons. Yes, I mean, I would say if there's one frame reference I have to this to mm -hmm. compare against, it would mm -hmm. be uh, the movie Ants. Okay. And I would say that the CG in the opening credits here is uh, orders of magnitude more pleasant to watch than the movie Ants. Yes. Uh, yes. Which is really impressive because that's not this movie's wheelhouse. Yeah. But less less pleasant to watch than the CG sequences in um, Deep Impact. <laughs> great, great, great scenes. Uh, do we, as Manhattan emerges, we hear the uh, the sounds of Harry Nilsson. Yes. Uh, this with um, what's the song? The Puppy Song. The Puppy Song. Yes. Uh, do Do you have uh, this album? Uh, this is an album Harry. I believe it's mm. 1968. Um, uh, I, I do, I was listening to the You've Got Mail soundtrack in the car on my way here. Uh, is that true? Yeah, that was. It's uh, a wonderful soundtrack. Did you, uh, Except for the Roy Orbison song. I skipped that one. Don't know. 69, sorry. Uh, this came out. Uh, Harry features, uh, a, a yeah. young picture. Yep. August 1969. Um, so, here, here's a question. Yes. Uh, why the puppy song? Um, well, uh, um, Joe Fox has a dog. He does. I mean, the question about the song, is the song about, is it about uh, love? Is it about puppy love? Uh, is it as it starts uh, hmm. about wishes and dreams? Well, let's hear the opening of this. It's so good. Dreams are nothing more than wishes and a wish is just a dream. Wish to come true. New York City loading in. God is clicking on the Empire State Building. God is clicking and new windows open. Seems like a, seems a bit unwieldy. Um, I mean, I would say uh, the song starts by saying a, uh, a dream. What was it? Dreams are nothing more than wishes, and a wish is just a dream. You hope to come true. Yeah. I wish I had a puppy. And, yeah. And I would say the song, uh, I would say literally is about wanting a puppy. Mm. Whereas the movie uh, features no puppies, only one full, full-sized full dog. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you think there's more about this, or do you think it's like a pleasant song? I think it's just a pleasant... Um, it's 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 a it's it's humanizing the city, right? Like if this was it. if we were listening to like you know Rob Zombie right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Like we'd be getting you know getting a different yeah a different vibe here, right? So it's okay. So we go through. We first we first uh, we can talk about a little bit more about that, but we uh, first go north on Manhattan. We see Central Park. We see another click by God, and we suddenly go to. Do you know what we see? Um. I mean, were you following the uh, the, the 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 locations? No. 
No, uh, I was not. We go past the Empire State Building. I got lost to seventy uh, second uh, West seventy second mm. West of Central Park sure. uh, and Broadway. Oh, which is there's a station there, and you see the old the old uh, the old like a station house or whatever control house or whatever for the seventy second station. Mm. Um, and we see behind it a uh, Verdi Park, which mm. is a small park that features a statue of Verdi, mm. the opera, the composer, opera man, yep. the opera man. Um, I was just reading about that. Lombre Opera. Uh, only only uh, two decades before, it was known as Needles Park because people shot up so much in, in huh. Verdi Park. Huh. But at this point... Officially known as Needles Park? Officially. They renamed it. <laughs> I hate to do this. Uh, this is an embarrassment to us all, but uh, you know, it, you gotta give, you gotta go with what the people want. They got sued by Italy uh, to say like you can't name this Verdi Park anymore. Yeah. Uh, but by the '90s, they earned the name back, and I mean, this is a cuddly New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is no danger in the city. No, no. So wait, so when we, in '98 though, it was still Needles Park or not? When, when would you uh, say well, that? It was like it was 1971. There was a movie called like Panic and Needles Needle Park. Oh, mm, okay. Uh, so by 98, that park was cleaned up. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, because but New York City in 98 was not like. I mean, I think crime was still was still was going down, but it was not. I mean, crime is much lower today in New York City than it was in 98. Well, I'll say this. Okay, so it had in real life crime had gone way down by the late nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the world of the movie, crime does not exist. Crime doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, mm, I mean, book crime. Book crime. Yes. <laughs> Cyber crime exists. Cyber crimes. Yeah. Um, um. So we go up and we uh, pass by Verdi Verdi Park. Yeah. Uh, and then we continue up Broadway, uh, and it continues on some more. I was following the number of streets. And then it takes a, a turn to go west on 78th Street. That mm-hmm. is, if the CG version of the movie is to be believed, uh, it crosses through, uh, you know, one intersection. So I believe this uh, this places the Kathleen Kelly residence as between Riverside and West End on 78th. And then I, I got the address here, 328. 328 West 89th. 328 West 89th. So if you have, do you want me to Google Maps it here since your your computer's 328 West? Oh, hey, wow, that's, that's, you, you type, you type the first part of that into Google and it sure can autocomplete it. Sure. Well, that's, I mean, this is, I would say. The, hey, there it is. The location they shot it. In, there it is. We don't have to choose this canonical, right? That's the house. Did you shoot this canonical? That's the house we, that, da, 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 da. What? Do we treat this canonical? Does she actually live in 89th or does she live in 78th? Or neither? Because if you take the God OS as canonical, which mm-hmm. is in 78th, uh, if you take uh, if you take the shooting location as canonical, she lives in 89th. I see. Unless, yeah, I mean, or they perhaps don't have to match. I don't think they have to match, yeah. Yeah, uh, this is nice. These are nice uh, nice buildings, though. But, I mean, it's, it is very, very, I think, uh, careful about... Look at, look at all this street parking, though. Look at this. The whole street is just filled with cars. Uh, what are you going to do about it? This whole street. Do you have a, a Spoiba affiliate out there? This whole street. Okay. Oh, there's one. Oh, there's a fire hydrant there. They should just put fire hydrants everywhere. Sure. This whole street should be lined with. I mean, it doesn't hurt, right? More fire hydrants. Yeah. More safety, and then and then nobody can park there. But how can nice. you how can you live in New York City without a car? Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay. Uh, back to it here. Just, um, just watch this for a moment. So yeah. God clicks in the God, building. God clicks. We're now, yep. we're now moving up through the city. We're looking mm-hmm. a little south of, of Central Park. Okay. Uh, we now, I'd say, are disconnected. I love the pastel, like, oh, paper treatment beautiful. on the buildings. 
It's really nice. That is Verde Park down there. That's okay. The 72nd uh, old building. Okay. We're going Broadway. And if you yep. count, that's I like this traffic simulation here. 70. Uh... Oh, it's great. Uh, uh, see, this is the cars. This is what? That's really a park. Yeah, this is like the movie Cars. It is like the movie Cars. <laughs> it's great cars look like this. A bunch of Duplos. Uh, we're turning on 78th, if you take this as canonical. Okay. okay. Crossing one street. Okay. And then they cheat and they put her house here. A well, they, you, you notice, they, you notice, that's uh, what the, CG the run, lets you do is the cheat. The Running Man uh, jumps I out. noticed. I, I've been, I watched The Running Man... I I I my eye is on nothing but the Running Man. This is, entire sequence. He is the only human being in uh, in New York City. Hmm, that's uh, cool. Well, he must get up very early. Yeah. Um, uh, should we talk about the transition? You should talk about the transition. Okay, so we transition from what was it? Cyber, Cyber world. Cyber world. Yeah. To uh, the real world. Real world. Um, yeah. and we in and in and we the way we do it is we we center on. Uh, you know, Brown Meg Ryan Brownstone. Sure. Meg Ryan Brownstone. I call it the Kell House. All right, the Kell House. I'm not sure if it's a better name for that. But Meg, call- okay. Uh, Kell House. We center on it, and then we get this like, is that a square wipe? We call it a square wipe. It is a rare square wipe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we get a square Which wipe. Is very similar to God's windows opening. Because uh, you mm. know, when, yeah, it is. I mean, that is what it is. That's what it's mirroring is another yeah. window opening. Yeah. Yeah. At the but same this time, time uh, God is always. Uh, He's closing a lot of doors because every time God op- opens a window, he closes, he closes it. Is that I, normally I hear it in the reverse? But I always say I always say when he always, opens a window in his OS, he closes the door. Is that the transitive property? Uh, or no, the um, uh, like what is it? The um, no, no, it's oh, okay, sure. Um, Third, yep, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a square wipe, and God doesn't click on it this time. It just kind of emerges. I. Uh, Right, and so so the reality emerges from the sci- cyber world. Uh, and <laughs> see how long we can keep that up. Uh, reality emerges and then goes full screen. As reality is going full screen, the jogger is going from left to right across the uh, across the scene. They're going west from Central Park. Sure. Well, actually, yep. they, they emerge from. I call the, it. I call it right. They, they emerge from some uh, building front on the same street. Yeah. 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 So they must live on that street. Well. We don't know or that. we're visiting someone on the street, or they ducked in for a quick, you know, or they're doing a quick cybercrime. Quick cybercrime. So then they transition from virtual to real as they are jogging across, and it's just beautiful. It's beautifully matched, right? So they have this virtual character yeah. that turns into the real jogger, and and you know, and and just the the um the way that is aligned as the square ripe crosses across them is just really really nice. One has to believe they shot the real scene first and then the CG artists of course matched yeah, it. Matched yeah, it. yeah, of course. Is, it worked perfectly. It, it was just fine. I mean that's that's that is a movie fine way to do it. Magic. And that is that results in movie magic. Yeah. Yes. But, uh and then we see something I'd say very interesting. I mean we're seeing god, you know, swirl I tuned out after that point. So you'll have to fill me on this. Second <laughs> last year notes. Yeah. Uh it's like we're out of cyber world. Uh, why would, why would we care? Uh, we we then see her brownstone. The camera tilts up, goes through the branches of a tree. I would say I'm not sure really through. Mm-hmm. It lifts up, tries to go through some leaves, mm-hmm. fails, and kind of like kind of like goes against the side of it. And then eventually, oh, like in Flubber. Yes, <laughs> uh, and then goes into uh, the the window of the brownstone. Uh, and is this, is this fluid? Uh, remind me. Is that is that one? Or is there no, no. Flubber is kind of like a more like not not fluid or solid. It's like this. Uh, it's a new state. It's a it's a new state of matter. Yeah. 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 Um. 
I forget, they don't they don't match this to make it one fluid shot. There's a cut, right? When you go into a window. Um, we'll see in a second. I there's a cut between that and any actual action happening, but I don't believe there's a cut in terms of getting all the way to looking the point where we're looking in her window. Well, we'll, we'll describe it in 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 a moment. Yeah. Um, um, but it. Uh, it's 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 interesting insofar as like this is always I would say a big question with uh, with movies. It's like you know it's like who's looking? You know who's who's hmm. who's who's moving around the camera? Because hmm. uh, in this it's it's a very unusual choice. You have this very active uh, camera movement, which makes you feel like there's actually some sort of volition behind it. Of this, uh, let's describe the motion in a second. Uh, and it uh, reminds me of nothing else. Uh, you know the movie uh, Hamlet? Um, I know the play Hamlet. Uh, it was uh, adapted in 1948 by uh, Laurence Olivier. Mm, sure. Uh, and uh, I, 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 I prefer I, the Shakespeare version. I'm just going to say it. The one he directed? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say a great version of Hamlet. Mm. Uh, it actually won Best Picture that year at the Oscars. Uh, and very interesting. It's set in... Kind of the 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 the, uh, the Danish castle, uh, very spooky, very big. Mm. But weirdly, the camera is like its own weird character that's constantly like just like moving down a floor, goes around a corner, mm. looks up, kind of like just like it's like who is this dude, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. never explained, but it really works. And I feel the same way watching this. Okay, we're looking the brownstone. Let's describe exactly what's happening to the camera at all times. So we track inwards. Nope, still. Still. Well, you're still. behind me a bit. Look at my. Look oh. at my. It, okay. Up, 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 in. It's like, in, okay. up. Because it's also kind of, it's up, like she up, was living in a private space up, and we're invading her space. Hit tree. Hit, hit tree. tree. Hit up, tree. Up, in. Looking through the window. In. I mean, if it wasn't God, I would say it's perfect. In, lift, in, yeah. lift, 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 in, in, lift, in. We see these little curtains. In, no, in, no protection. In, 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 through. Oh, no cut. No cut. Yeah. And now we look to the left. Look at this books. It's like nice should I? Books. It's like should I do anything here? It's like no. Let's turn no. back around. Let's look at this bookshelves. Oh, there's the uh, there's the bathroom. Nice door. Love that door. Mm -hmm. uh, we go through, turning to the right, and we look down, and uh, yeah, she's asleep there. It's like, it's it's weirdly invasive. This person just came off the street and just is now like like in the side of her bed. Well, I mean, this person being a camera, and, and a camera is a piece of technology. Technology invading everyone's lives. Not yet. Well, that's what these, he, that's what we're now being introduced to. Sure. Are we doing the intro? Let's do... Wait, the what? Are we doing the intro? Done with the, We're done with the intro. That is the intro. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, really works. Uh, we'll, we'll get this audio next time around. Yeah, it's a strong start. It's stronger than you think. I think it's, a, I, I think it's as strong as I think it is. <laughs> no, no, it's stronger than you would think. Oh, and the movie could just start? No, in terms of like, if, you know, me prior to rewatching You've Got Mail would have said, oh, You've Got Mail. Yeah, that was mostly like, you know, a romantic comedy where people, you know, like, talked. Oh, yeah, but do you know, like, it's a cyber world in the beginning? No, I didn't. That's yeah. not a part I remembered. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. I did not remember either. Uh, I will. Okay, so uh, Harry Nelson, by the way, in this movie, I think... Something like six or seven Harry Nelson songs. He has so, a lot, yeah. So if the puppy songs at the beginning, I'd say one, it, it it's an it's a movie that kicks things off well. It does start this album. Mm -hmm. uh, Nelson wrote this song at Paul McCartney's request for Mary Hopkin, an eighteen year old singer that McCartney had signed to Apple Records. Uh, and uh, it, yeah, it was just uh, I don't know if I don't know if he releases a single. Uh, 
this the, the album itself a lot of very literal stuff they talk there's a song about um about uh is that wait that's that's a different one uh different album oh, no one cares about the real ones anymore yeah just a lot of weird mm. literal songs about kind of nostalgia kind of kind of weird nostalgic heartbreak and so on mm. uh great, great great album uh and I would say in the movie, the movie is about wishes, about dreams. It's about people with ambitions and aches and, and they, want, they want to have connections. Uh, I will say this. Here is, I think, a question every movie has that it mostly never really answers, but just kind of moves along. Uh, why, like, we see this entire world. We see the entire universe. Mm -hmm. And we track in to the house of Kathleen Kelly. Like, mm -hmm. why? Of all the people in the universe, of all the aliens, not even humans... Like, what is special about, why did God choose her brownstone to zoom in on? I mean, because the movie is about her. But what does that mean for a movie to be about her? Um, are we talking, we want to talk about the movie Her? I would, you, you've still not I've seen I've not her. seen Her, yeah. no, no. Uh, okay, so, I mean, yes. I mean, I would Seen, say, yes. if nothing more, I feel like this, this introduces a, uh, a problem, which is just, why are we focusing on this one life? when there's so much out there, and I was reminded of uh, Hannah Arendt's idea of natality, mm. uh, the fact that each birth represents a new beginning and introduction of novelty in the world, uh, and the phenomenon of natality, uh, it actually just expresses the ability that every, uh, this is a quote, the new beginning inherent in birth can make itself felt in the world only because the newcomer possesses the capacity of beginning something anew that is of acting. Uh, which is like, it is, it is arbitrary. Why Why is someone living their life? Like, it's it's very weird that everyone has their own story. Mm. And I'd say this movie, more than most, I'd say by explicitly making God a character, mm -hmm. kind of introduces, like, it is weird that we make it about her story. Like, we're there's so many cars Great here. Great game. We could have looked at any one of these cars. Uh, we could have. I mean, that's... that's I mean, do you ever feel like you watch a movie and, you, and the movie ends and you say like, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, that was fun, but like, wait. I would have liked to have seen the neighbor's story. It's like, why do I care what happened to this fake person? Well, in this case, I mean, there's a lot. They're at the center of a lot happening here. Uh, I mean, so you could use it. Like, let's say you're telling a story like, this is the story about how the internet grew. Mm -hmm. Let's let's describe it by showing two examples of people. These are normal people of the time era. Is that is that what you're trying to do here? No, like, no, is, it's not. Is it to is it to describe a phenomenon? I'd say no. No, I think you're trying to say a this movie is going to be set in New York City. B, <laughs> well, I mean that's you. That's yeah. you, you got to explain where they are. Yeah. So you've done that. Sure. B, this movie will involve the cyber world. Correct. I mean, that is that is what it does. Yep. It'll let you know cyber world is coming. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and see um, that this is our main character. Uh, yeah. I. It's it's Kathleen Kelly. You could have opened up like Meg Ryan. scene one. You open yeah. up in her bedroom, and like that would be fine. But it would have it would be a completely different framing device. Yes. No. You need to say there's a larger world and there's a larger Universe. cyber world out there. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Let's let's listen in. Amazing. This is amazing. Listen to this. The, the entire workforce of the state of Virginia had to have solitaire removed from their computers because they hadn't done any work in six weeks. That's so sad. Do you know what this is? No. What we're seeing here? It's what? the end of Western civilization as we know it. Oh. Hey, aren't you late? Technology. Name me one thing, one, that we've gained from technology. Electricity. 
That's one. You think this machine's your friend, but it's not. I'm out of here. Uh, see you tonight. Sushi. Sushi. Bye. This guy's very wise. Okay, so let's talk about that. First, the most important thing here. He's holding a newspaper. Yes, not his newspaper. No, just a newspaper. New York Times. Is it a New York Times? It is is that canonical? Times. Okay. He's holding a New York Times. And and He's fold in half. Fold in half. Actually fold in quarters. And 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 there's this story about the state of Virginia's computer's solitaire removal. Which is he's looking at it, pointing at it. Front page news. It is the upper right quadrant of the front page. <laughs> front uh, page New York Times. Yes, uh, I looked it up. There, there's no history of this happening. Mm. Uh, there's no history. I mean, I was looking up solitaire. Uh, the most I found was a 1997 article uh, from the Wiki World News. Uh, let me let me see if I pull that back up. Virginia w Wiki News. The Weekly World oh. News. Oh, uh, Wiki uh, Wiki News. Remember Wiki News? Does that still exist? Wiki News. Wiki News. Uh, what, what, what's, oh, wait, Wiki, Wiki, Wiki News? Wiki News was like Wikipedia for news. Isn't that on the front page of Wikipedia? Oh, it might be. Well, no, I mean, there's that too. Yeah, sure. But no, there's, there was a whole separate thing of like, we're going to, you know, write news articles. Do you want to put them together. on there? Or? I don't want to, no, I, unless it's a caller you're expecting or we've prompted for calls, I don't particularly want to put uh, a call that may be administrative on the air. I think it would be great. Um, <laughs> But Week World News was a fake, uh, a fake tabloid. It was like a, it was a uh, tabloid in, I'd say from like maybe the late seventies on. It lasted, I think, through the mid two thousands, maybe later, uh, and it tried to be goofy. Uh, from nineteen seventy nine to two thousand seven, uh, and I was. This article seems like it's kind of plausible. Um, I feel like I had it pulled open, but I'm not. Are we making modem sounds now? What's happening? Yeah, I'm making modem sounds now. Um, well, let's just abandon that. Yeah, but uh, the article said that uh, it's from 1997, saying in the last year it was estimated 480 million uh, hours of productivity have been squandered on solitaire. Uh, well, I don't know about squandered. People are learning to play solitaire in that time. Well, okay, and here's... Okay, so they talk about this, and he says... Uh, they have removed Solitaire from every state, state of Virginia employee employee's computer because they didn't do work for six weeks. That seems uh, implausible. I would, say, I would say let's be generous. It was an exaggeration. Sure. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, you can always text in 855-723-9010. This is KGSU Stanford. This is an earful of You've Got Mail. Uh, Unless you're listening on the podcast and then uh, it's not and you can't, but it is still. Yeah. And you shouldn't. Uh so he says for six weeks they had no productivity. The economy had ground to a stop. And also, it's not only in the economy, these are public sector employees, mm -hmm. presumably doing essential work. Uh, but who knows? And she responds to this. Uh, well, he says this shows uh, that this is, as we said, the end of Western civilization as we know it. Mm -hmm. uh, and she says after the, it's been removed, sad. Yeah. Let's pick this apart. Hmm. Um, so she's, I think she's just trying to blow off the, uh, she, she does not want to further engage in discussion about this. Sad is a response that is intended to 
end the conversation without creating confrontation about the, uh, you know, about the issue at hand, right? Because <laughs> she knows her next step is to go and use the computer, right? Sure. She just so, puts him out of the room. Yes. So she, there is a great back and forth when they first start talking. Uh, he says, do you know what this is? And she says, no. What we're seeing here? She says, what? But she doesn't respond. She actually cuts off his words and just starts responding. Do you know what this is? And she says, no, like in the middle of, do you know what this is? Let's listen to that when it happens. Because right. it's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 look well together. <laughs> she doesn't say, she doesn't seem to enjoy talking. This is amazing. Listen to this. The, the entire workforce of the state of Virginia had to have solitaire removed from their computers because they hadn't done any work in six weeks. That's so sad. Do you know what this is? No. What we're seeing here? It's what? the end of Western civilization as we know it. Oh. Hey, aren't you late? Technology. Name me one thing. She doesn't really care. So, okay. So, yeah. I mean, I'll say this. Her response is that they removed the solitaire from their computers because she says it's sad. Is she sad because they've removed the solitaire? Or because... Oh! Or because... That's an interesting angle. That's how I see it because she is a tech lover. Yes. That's so sad. They're going to yeah. be without solitaire. I think that's the only way to mm, read it. That's an interesting. I did not. I I didn't Where, interpret it that way. Frank, mm -hmm. I, like it sounds on one hand, he is taking. Uh, he immediately takes a very strong stance against technology, which mm -hmm. is not only that it has some negative impacts, mm -hmm. but in fact, uh, it has never produced value to humankind at any point uh, ever. It's which, an extreme stance, and I would say. I mean, he's be he's exaggerating. But he asked her to name at least one thing. And she does. And he immediately uh, admits defeat. <laughs> In that her. I, yeah, I don't think he was setting himself up for a, a robust debate there. I mean, if he says, uh, Kathleen, debate me. I believe on balance technology has produced more <laughs> negative effects than positive effects, mm. uh, at least in, in recent society. Mm -hmm. I think she would have to, I think, prove much more. Uh, to win that debate than saying electricity. Sure, yeah. But uh, that's not the kind of relationship they have. No, nah, he lets, he lets her win sometimes. Um, and, okay, so even before I was, like, hearing that, I just says, this entire movie reminds me of nothing else, like an archaeological record. You know, this is a fallen world. Mm. Uh, the world of pre-internet. Oh. We're seeing people anticipating their own downfall. Yep. Uh, and we're like trying to understand how, like, what happened to this world? Yeah. What happened? And uh, it's, uh, it's. I mean, what, what would you say has changed, like, just broadly from the world of 1998 to world now? I, I mean, a lot of things. Um, I think you know, in within the context of what we've seen thus far, um, I think the idea that. Describe um, everything we've seen happening and what what would happen in the real world. Well, I mean, the biggest difference is that is that she. Ha has to wait until the human connection is over to engage with the technology. That is okay. So I say one, she is sleeping in bed. Yeah, that still exists today. Sure. I mean, I'd say maybe in twenty years, people say, oh, "Remember when people still had beds and not cyber pods?" Uh, but sure. in, in, right now, people still sleep in bed. Bed is a thing. Yes. But she would not have to get out of bed to use the internet today. That's true. Yep. Uh, whereas in this world, she has to she could have immediately walked over the computer and started using it but also i mean it is a laptop she could have brought that laptop to the bed i think later in the movie that happens more than yeah. once yeah but, yeah but it's 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 hard to i think leave your laptop well but bed. it's and it's less about that it's more about the social construct here of like you know while she is engaging with uh yeah. do we know his name frank frank, frank. frank. 
Frank. While right. she's engaging with Frank, yeah. Um, it, it, it's not it, like it's it would be a non-starter for her to you know like jump on the laptop. He is having a normal morning, yeah. Which is you got your newspaper. Yep. You read about the happenings. Yep. You get ready for. You your complain day. about things. <laughs> he, and he's apparently late. Uh, I guess does he hold regular hours? At the I don't. Observer? I bet his hours are very flexible. I would imagine. He's a very well-known writer, apparently. He's he's apparently, according to our summary writer, both an op-ed writer and a reporter. I'm not sure if he's somehow both. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, It's something. Yep. Uh, And then they they arrange uh, dinner plans in a way that I'd say uh, right now people would arrange it through uh, like a Google calendar. Mm. Uh, Yeah. I I like that method. Back in the the 90s, people just left and said, sushi? And then you respond and say, sushi? And that, that that confirms you're you're going for sushi that night. Yeah. Uh, and in New York, I, I I presume there's only one sushi place. Probably. Yeah. So uh, you didn't have to specify where. You know? Yeah. It's very. Well, efficient. they probably have a regular sushi place. Uh, <laughs> we've we've been told to stay as long as we can. Right. Which is I I don't know if I don't know if uh, we're probably going to struggle to even fill out the two hours here. I, I think we could go four if we needed to. Let's go four. Let's go four. Um, um, we could always jump. We could always record a second episode. Nope. Okay. No preparation. All right. Um, I'm reminded of a quote. Yes. This is a quote uh, by uh, Noah Smith, a mm-hmm. columnist for Bloomberg, mm-hmm. uh, who says, should I look up the exact quote or should I remember it vaguely off the top of my head? Um. It, uh, you should do. You should look up the real quote. Let's let's be let's be accurate here. Yeah. Uh, the the line is, fifteen years ago, the internet was escape from the real world. Now the real world is an escape from the internet. Isn't that deep? That's that is that is very apropos. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd say I mean that that is what we're seeing in the movie is I would say the move the New York the movie is a real world you don't really really want to escape from this mm-hmm. is pleasant i would say uh how would you describe like i guess the the class of the of the kell house um the class oh it's it's i mean this is this is a nice um this is a nice house i mean i i wonder this is this is you know um uh, upper middle class, lower upper class. And it's always hard to know. Is upper class mean like you are like inherited old money? No, not necessarily. Um, it's, it's very hard. Those are very hard to. to I mean, say. It, it, it's, other, it's this is it's certainly above middle class. Would be would be where you know it, yeah. absolutely right. Like it, this is a nice townhome in a in a nice area. You know, in New York City, right? So like, I mean, now this would be you know unapproachably expensive. Sure. Then this would have been expensive. It's a lot of space. Yeah. I mean, I'll say this. What what is like why why do you need a big place instead of a small place? Let's say one on film, if it looks like mm-hmm. small, it looks claustrophobic, it doesn't mm. film well. This yep. is why even places that are supposed to not be you know, rich mm-hmm. always have big apartments. And like Friends was 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 mocked for this for I being mean, a bunch it was supposed to be a downwardly mobile young mm-hmm. people, but they lived in a, a, a seemingly expensive apartment. Sure. I mean, I do. I can think of a counterexample, though, which is cocktail. Uh, <laughs> Brian Flanagan's apartment is is a, is a kitchen. <laughs> yes, but he is that is supposed to be. I know. Uh, I mean, I, I wrote here class. I wrote convoy, mm-hmm. cocktail, and then you've ah. got mail. Uh, Rubber duck is effectively homeless. He, sure. He only lives like a turtle. 
uh, on the home he provides in his own. Back. I mean, but uh, some say truck drivers, the aristocrats of the working class. <laughs> some people do say that. Uh, I'd say Brian Flanagan, he is locked out of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. He looks from the outside in, trapped mm-hmm. yeah. uh, in uh, in uh, Long Island City. Yep. Uh, and, I mean, he has an apartment that is adequate, but is supposed to be dingy. It's yeah. supposed to be small, supposed to not be luxurious. We certainly, at no point in the movie, uh, take the, the God's eye view and start like, wafting around it's like oh look at this bookshelf it looks nice <laughs> it's like, where's here it's yeah like, no, this know. is an apartment worthy of admiration like there's some Even there's God nice there's mind. nice stuff in it it's it's not i you know i again i said it i, th- I thought it felt lived in you know it's like there's it's, it's a, cozy it's cozy it's got a lot of detail and and richness to it no bugs and no bugs yep uh it, digital or analog absolutely yep. um and it's yeah it is very um it's uh it, it's, it's very it's, now and it's well it's no it's not it's very not modern right it, it's a it's this is is a anti-modern apartment right it's a modern classic it's a modern class i wouldn't even say that i would say i would say it is it is and i mean you know it's the it's it's describe to me what is the point of having more space as opposed to less space what are the biggest advantages well, it's nice this, to. This is a huge apartment in my mind. It's large, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, they have a lot of books. I would say number one, my book. If there's one thing that's nice about having a good place, is is shelves for books. Shelves for books, yep. Yeah. Um, shelves for other media. Uh, workspace versus living space, right? So you know, it. Um, he's a writer. It late, you know. Well, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but it's, you know, it's 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 probably useful for him to have a space where he can work at home without bothering anybody. It's right? an open plan. All the rooms flow into each other, but mm-hmm. they are separated through tasteful uh, position of furniture to allow different uses of space. Mm-hmm. There's a bed that looks directly on into kind of I'd say a living room slash computer room. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it there's like this nice uh, chair that kind of separates the two. Mm-hmm. There's some walls too here and there. And there's a uh, I think a bigger living room in the back. There's a piano. You know that's oh, a thing you can piano. only really have if you have space. Yeah. I feel like I feel like every time you have like an apartment you can't have a piano. Like your neighbors are going to complain right? Well not if you play it softly. <laughs> you only put the damper pedal on? Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, maybe the soundproofing's right. Who knows? I mean, there's a lot of brick in between them and their neighbor. Is that true? Maybe not. Did they not I put wonder. brick in, in on the sides? They didn't invent brick, brick yet. Uh-huh. Uh, so, okay. So, should, do we have any more to talk about with this kind of discussion between the two of them? Um, I mean, I would say he is showing himself. Does he... Is he actually... Why... Why is he anti-technology? And in his mind, what is actually the devastation of this story? Uh, because he is saying it's it's you know the end of civilization that people are not getting work done because they're addicted to solitaire, mm-hmm. which is not the internet. This is just simply like this is just a computer. It's a computer. Like it's a, yeah. Like people have played solitaire. It is just a game that is it, it distracts you. It's an yeah. addictive game, but like. It's, it's well, easier to access. You know the, the, I mean, the funny thing about Solitaire is that it's been playable with a deck of cards for a very long time. Yes, I mean, I think <laughs> you can bring it to work. You uh, could, <laughs> you could have an entire workforce playing Solitaire without any computers involved. Yes, but it scales more because you don't have to buy all the decks of cards. Sure, which, which yeah. is very hard to scale. Yeah, uh, you do pe- have to buy the Windows licenses though, people, and they're much more expensive. People talk about like, uh, like as. 
we're like, okay, we have more productivity because, you know, technology is advancing, but we seem not to actually see that in actually output. And people have put forward the theory that, oh, it's because people actually put their leisure time into work by doing non-work activities such as being online mm. uh, while they're at work. And mm. that's actually where a lot of our productivity is going. Mm. But in, in, I'd say unlike his scenario, which is we, we, no one has worked at all in six weeks. Uh, six weeks or six months? Uh, six weeks. Six weeks. Uh, people actually kind of, you know, they pattern their time. and They include, you know, work, leisure, work, leisure throughout the day. Uh, I find that very hard to do. Uh, yeah, I, I don't do that at all. But a lot of people do that. Sure. Uh, people uh, who... Uh, yeah, just know how to enjoy life and, and, and get the most out of it. Uh -huh. uh, you could try like not doing any work and just do leisure. That's fun. I recommend that. <laughs> uh, but is he like upset because like he feels like there's something good in work and it's sad that people are not being productive? Well, I mean, I think he is this like a like a Max Weber thing. Well, so no. If the story was, you know, uh, you know, they're all the uh, the whole workforce hasn't worked in six weeks because they've all been, you know, like reading War and Peace, right? I think he would be like, right on, like you you go to it, workers. <laughs> That's the best. But you he know. feels that soldiers is a waste of time. Yeah, that yeah. seems that seems fair, uh, but. Is it's also like the lack of agency of like it's like they they they're they were consumed by the machine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of that. Yeah. I was. It sounds like she feels it's sad because people should just follow their heart, do what's fun, and it's sad that they can't. <laughs> they found a better use of their time and it was taken away from them. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she she waits for him to leave. Yep. Uh, she watches is, him go. Watch him go. When he closes the door, she hops. Puts a lot of effort into making sure that he's gone. Yes, because the worst thing in the world is would be if he noticed that she was on her computer. Yes, uh, it's it's interesting. I mean, would you say, would you say what they are both doing uh, constitutes infidelity at this point? Um, wait, what they're both doing, or what? Oh, what, what Joe, 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 Fox. Joe Fox and yeah. and and Kathleen, um, Kathleen Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, Joe and Joe and um, Kathy. Yeah. Um. Um, I mean, I guess in a, in a, well, I don't know. I mean, they're not, they, they, at least based on the, the conversation we have seen thus far. Yeah. There's not necessarily, I mean, you know, like, especially given it's, it, you know, you, you can't pick up on like, um, you know, uh, uh, nonverbal cues or even verbal cues, right? It's written text. This could easily be a friend. But it is, I'd say, if nothing else, the fact that she clearly feels the need to hide it from him. Sure. Demonstrates yeah, no, no, no. Something. That, yes. yes. That, that, so I'd say the, the fact it's treated as infidelity. Yeah. Like, and the fact that like, she in her own mind seems classified as infidelity. No, no, no. This is the movie telling us that it is more than just, oh, she's like emailing with a friend, right? But you're saying objectively. Objectively, you, you look at that email. It's a and, guy talking about his dog. It's, it's a guy. To, and again, it, uh, yeah, it could, it could be. An acquaintance, whatever, right? How you know. many times have you, uh, with a romantic or platonic uh, context, mm. have received an email where the subject is just the name of a dog? <laughs> um, uh, oh, it's a good question. Yeah, I, I, I imagine it must have been at least once. Um, and the first line is like, my dog is <laughs> it's more like a, like a first grade assignment or something like that. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's also, I, don't, I don't think, I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, solely the name of the name of a dog. I, I mean, I think I, for example, I think when my, um, when my cousin got a new dog, I think they might've sent out an email with like pictures of the dog. Yeah. And the subject was Brinkley. And the subject was, was Kona. Kona. Great Kona. name. Yeah. Like the coffee. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. a good dog name. Great dog name. Yeah. Yeah. Good dog. Great dog. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, okay, so she's hopping around the room. Yeah. She checks the keyhole. Mm -hmm. Then she goes to the front. Huge windows. Huge bay windows. Oh, amazing. See, she's leaving. Yep. Honestly, getting that close to the window, I'd say, is fairly suspicious. Like, yep. If you yep. looked up, it looks suspicious. Well, no, it could have been just... Oh, oh just she's just looking by. out. Yeah, waving goodbye, seeing the weather outside, whatever, whatever. Turns on the lamp by the laptop. Weird. Selects the screen name. Shop girl. She doesn't turn on the computer. The computer's already on. Yeah, well, the computer was showing a screensaver that included pictures of New York City. Oh, that's cool. I didn't yeah. notice that. Um, okay, so here's what's interesting. They talk about, like, the, uh, the kind of uh, conflict between... Uh, technology in the workplace, mm -hmm. her cyber world identity, uh, what, like her 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 cyber, cyber world, yeah, like her her second life as it were. Her second her her, se I don't have it handy. You don't. Uh, it's around here somewhere. If you don't have it, five seconds. Don't yeah, do it. well, that's that's true. It is true. Is is shop girl, which is a reference to the fact that she that uh, the movie that her job is running a shop. Sure. Yeah, but it's also a reference to the inspiration. Women, women be shopping. Not that it's yeah. it's a reference to the movie being uh, a piece of commerce that we, in fact, are all consuming. <laughs> um, it is a reference to the movie being based on the shop around the corner. Well, that's the name for shop. Oh. Um, oh. Okay. Sure. But it, it is interesting. There's plausible deniability. It's like, oh no, this isn't my work. It's just uh, you know, shopping is a hobby. Many people have. Mm -hmm. um, so shop. Uh, if you say shop girl, do you think that's clear that you know she probably either works in a shop or in, in, uh, operates a shop? Um, not necessarily. No. If you saw that in the chat room. Yeah. Uh, would you? What would you assume about shop girl? Um, not a girl. <laughs> It was the 90s, though. And that's true. People were more... I mean, now you, anyone who's, like, explicitly declaring their gender <laughs> yes. in, in their, you know, online screen name is, you know, like, uh, probably... Yeah. I don't know. But it definitely... <laughs> you would not take it at face value like you may have done in the 1998. Sure. Um, it's a, That's a good... I mean, that's a good uh acquisition the, the shop girl that's like a that's a dictionary word. i so i know i wrote down i wrote down she got shop girl which is a very good aol screen i actually i first wrote down let's talk aol screen names that would be a better name for the movie instead of you got mail she got shop girl. she got shop <laughs> let's talk aol screen names so she yes. got shop girl yes. he got ny152 which is a much worse screen name sure i believe later in the movie we we discover what, what it means what it means yeah, sure it's, um uh, you what was your aol screen name uh, I think it was Buford Charlie. Hmm. Okay. Um, wow. That's a guy. What was the last time I logged in? I think that's true. I, I did not actually get an AOL name until I got my first laptop, uh, mm. 2004. It's like, uh. I'm now at college. Like I still want to keep track of people yeah. and installing is messenger. Yeah, I am. And messaging people was I, I, I for a solid five years, a wonderful way to keep in contact mm -hmm. with people. Yeah. And then, uh, and then it all went away. 
Yeah, and then people stopped uh, being able to use it as easy. But it was yep. it was good while it lasted. I um. What did you? I also got my current or my most recent AOL screen name in 2004. Uh, the sound? Nope. Uh, uh, is this is this the name that you have for? It's not a name you've seen me use anywhere else. Okay, that was I had another guess. Uh, well, what's uh, what what's the name? Podcaster. That's a, that's, a, that's a dictionary word. <laughs> it wasn't at the time. Uh, I was going to guess crypto crystalline. No, it's not that. It's not that. Um, yeah. yeah um, a, a, well, you can hit me up if you'd like. Uh, AIM screen name podcaster. And you're still living that reality. And I'm still living the life. Yeah, that was at one point I tried to sell that to Adam Curry. Um, <laughs> that's what, what did Adam Curry say? The podfather. Um, Adam, I don't think he was interested. No. Yeah. How could you not be interested in that? Well, one? his because his AOL screen name was something like Adam C. 1991 or something like that. <laughs> Why 1991? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, did you get random contacts like, oh, hello, podcaster? Or it never really podcast? aligned, right? So that so the po- you know podcasting has been a slow ramp since 2004, right? I would and, say peak 2004. <laughs> okay, so podcasting has been this slow, you know, pretty you know gradual but constant ramp up since 2004 and you know AOL you know AIM was you know, peaked probably before 2004 but certainly saw a really rapid decline you know within a few years after that sure and um so so no uh it's not uh I I, I did you not... have a, do you have an AOL identity before 2004 yeah yeah I had oh. a different I had a different one before that interesting what was that yes <laughs> You don't have to say, I guess. I'm I'm not going to say that one for a reason I will explain to you after the show. (laughs) Nice. The best best podcasting is what happens when the mics are off. Uh, Funny. funny. Um, Uh, So she... uh, Oh, here's here's my first uh, note about her laptop. Yes. Uh, Which is... How is this connected to the internet? It's well. I mean, Wi-Fi existed in '98. I do not think she's running a Wi-Fi. <laughs> Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, I think was fairly rare in '98. I mean, they are. It fairly would have been class. fairly rare. But Starbucks exists, and Starbucks and Wi-Fi are pretty synonymous with each other. Um. Um. That's a great. Here we go. Oh, introduced September twenty-first, nineteen ninety-eight. <laughs> and canonically, canonically, I know. the movie takes place before that. I know, I know. Uh, it would have been great to assume that she had one of the first ever like, <laughs> Wi-Fi routers installed in a home. That'd be really good. No, but if she had that, then that laptop would have like a massive Wi-Fi card attached to it or something. Yeah, so yeah. at the time, you'd actually have a modem, which would be a standalone device, and then an Ethernet cable jacked into your computer, right? Is that is that the right is that the normal setup at the time? Um, you would have yeah an Ethernet jack in your computer and you no wait so, no not an Ethernet jack you'd have an RJ forty five jack. Oh, that's a normal. Your, oh well, no. So that's if your computer had a built in modem. If your computer had a built in yeah, modem, yeah. you would have an RJ forty five jack in your computer and you would have, you would have connected that directly to oh yes the wall. So, so actually, at this point, is it more is it more likely? Okay, she's that running, Mac probably it's, it's, it's has a, a built-in modem. This is a PowerBook series. Yeah, Mac. That, we can probably find out if there's a built-in modem. That Mac modem. almost certainly has a built-in modem. That's the thing Mac would do. Yes. Uh, I called the company Mac. <laughs> uh, that's the thing Apple would do is have uh, 
a modem built in. Yeah. So that makes sense. And she actually. There's I mean, there's a, a lot of power books, so it's not. A, it's not even going to. There's a phone gonna... nearby. Yeah. You don't see her uh, make a change. Does that mean her phone is unoperational? And she's been like had the computer just plugged into the internet all morning. Um, or do you think that? I mean, did any people have two phone lines to make yeah, sure? Yeah, we did. To have the computer on all the time? Yeah. Starting or, or not to have it on all the time, but so that you could connect to the internet without disrupting the standard phone line, right? And, but you had so one number, and the number, which is the computer phone... No, no, no. You would you would have a, you'd have a second number, which in our case was the fax line, right? Oh, so there was the phone line and the fax, fax line, household. and then yes, and then and then if you you know it, for dial-up internet we would use the fax line. That makes sense. And then you know eventually we got DSL, and then that's just a filter on the main phone line. But so if someone's trying to send you a fax, would it wouldn't it work if you were on the internet. Yeah. Would it get a busy signal? I don't know. Uh, yeah, work. yeah, it would, and then the fax would it, properly made faxes would retry later. So weird. <laughs> so weird. Uh, yeah. But I'll say this. Like, like, Hold on real, real quick before we pray. go ahead. Well, I, actually, I, I would say, oh, look, yeah. look at this for what? a moment. Okay. Try to look at where the cable is, because I'd say the movie does a nice job, perhaps because cables are bad to look at, mm -hmm. to make sure it looks like this computer does, it does not have a cable. But is there, you can see a cable there? I don't think you can. Oh. Well, the phone is right next to it, so that does help quite a bit. Also, yeah. uh, Heath Ceramics all over this place. And Joe Fox's apartment. Uh, Heath's? Heath. Heath. H-E-A-T-H. -E oh, no kidding. Yeah. I'm more of a Rookwood pottery guy myself, mm, so, okay. you know, what are you going to say? Uh, but yeah, it was hard to see the cable. Okay, continue. With All right. So, no, I, I looked up the Wi-Fi history here. So, um, the first version of the 802.11 protocol was released in 1997 and provided up to 2 megabit per second link speeds. Ouch. Uh, this was updated in 1999 with 802.11b to permit 11 megabit per second link speeds, and this proved popular. Sounds pop. I mean, so it would not have been popular until 1999. I mean, you're you're acting like that's like oh two megabits per second in 1990. I mean, like no, I know in time, 97 that like would have been incredible. I know. It's like, it I know. Mind blowing. I know. Um, I I uh, back in like I think 1999. It was 99 or 2000. I tried to down. I think it was 99. I tried to download a. 15 second clip of uh Tekken Tag Tournament for the PlayStation 2 mm -hmm. and that took like I think 45 minutes or something. Mm. Yeah. It's yes. A great era. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Uh, apparently so the, uh the, there's a Australian science agency that claims to have invented Wi-Fi and led to Australia labeling Wi-Fi as an Australian invention. Though this has been the subject of some controversy. <laughs> so, Wi-Fi comes from Australia. That's what World War 3 is going to be about. They're going to say stop using Wi-Fi without paying us. Yes. Yeah. Um, also, the term Wi-Fi was uh, commercially used at least as early as August 1999. Hmm. What's, yes. your, what's your first concrete memory of Wi-Fi entering your world? Um, you probably using an early iBook with it, and uh, like an well, iBook um, G3. A, mem a memory you can date. Um, so like, uh, like, I, that would have been 2001, maybe. Okay. My first memory. I was I was watching September 11th, 2001. <laughs> <laughs> I connected to Wi-Fi for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I. I mean. I remember bringing my iBook G3 to school. Um, and being able to connect to Wi-Fi. In like the library. Um. And that would have been 2002, or so. 2003. Wow, I think I I, I didn't. 
I didn't use it until I went to school, I think. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the, my first memory is taking a college visit of University of Arizona in 2000, uh, 2003 in the summer. Mm-hmm. And one person the tour just asked in every room we went through, uh, does this room have Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> A room by room basis. That's great. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember being pitched, you know, as part of the Stanford pitch, being that there was Wi-Fi available on the uh, in in the Oval. Ooh, yeah, that's a great place to be. How many times were you online in the Oval during your career? I mean, on my phone, many, many times. I walked through the Oval using, you but know. You, but you, when you're on your phone, you don't have to have Wi-Fi. No, I know that's my point. Is yeah, is, yeah I, I never did. I I never toted a laptop out to the oval and sat oh, on the grass what a, but what a loss. that was the dream uh two more quick wi-fi things um one is um the wi-fi alliance had hired interbrand to create a name that was quote a little catchier than ieee 802.11b direct sequence and they said hello wi-fi alliance i found a good name for you it's, <laughs> and in fact it's already in your name it's wi-fi yeah uh, and then an interesting other thing uh, the first thing in the in the history segment here is actually aloha net that's a good name. Yes. AlohaNet connected the Great Hawaiian Islands with a UHF wireless packet network. AlohaNet and the Aloha Protocol were early forerunners to Ethernet. Uh, but so, you know, what is this? a wireless packet network from Hawaii. Guess the date. That's why I'm hiding my screen from you. Is this, is this like a, a whole... Guess the date. So this is like one, like just one effectively disconnected private... Internet of yeah. some sort. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a wireless. I mean, it's going to be earlier than ninety-seven. The way you're kind of describing it, is this going to be like ninety-two or something? I guess ninety-two. Nineteen seventy-one. What? Hawaii had wireless internet. Oh, is sort this of. Like, is it like walkie-talkie in, type stuff or something? Like this? I mean, it's it, it's a like it's single UH. It's a single on ultra high frequency wireless link. That actually, I mean, in in Hawaii. Going over the air makes a lot more sense for island hopping, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, I didn't consider that it might be between the islands. I thought this was. I thought it was uh, connecting with the uh, the mainland, uh, I, but I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. No way to know. Yeah, I mean, Aloha Net. This whole Aloha Net article actually looks fascinating. So I think you know, it, uh, homework for the listener just to st- <laughs> study up. There's, a, I've gotten halfway down, and now I'm now we've got like math equations being introduced here. Wow, lot of lot of math on the Aloha Net page. Okay, here's please, a question for you, listeners at home. Is it spend some time on Aloha Net? Is, okay. is it weird in yeah. your mind that her username Shop Girl is yeah. capitalized S, capital S when she types? It. I mean, my podcaster was lowercase P, so That's what I'm saying. it is weird. Yeah. I found kind of weird. Yeah, I mean NY152 being capitalized, not so weird. That's true. Yeah, I guess you can. New, New York it. is, you know, it's it's those are, it's not nigh one five two. It's you know NY one five two. Speaking of, she boots into America Online, the famous uh, ISP. AOL. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, and she is greeted with the AOL splash page. Mm-hmm. Do you take note of what happens in the splash page? There's there's a weather report uh, represented by a thermometer. There is. Uh, I believe it says uh, it is. Uh, uh, seasonally, seasonably cool and crisp. Nice. We don't yeah. get weather reports like that anymore. That's nice. No, did you see? Okay, so here's. The oh, pin. let's play. Look for the Ethernet cable or the the um yeah. cell or the phone cable. Oh, he's leaving. She's here. She's gonna go back to the laptop. Must already be connected because she doesn't do anything to hook it up. Yeah. Turns the 
Unless maybe the light is, um... I don't see a cable. Oh, wait, maybe on the left behind the back left, there is a, like a shadow. And the movie does a great job just realizing cables are very unpleasant to look at. Let's mm -hmm. not show people. Let's not That's show people. true. That's true. Yes. Unlike okay. the Matrix, which uh, you see a lot of cables you, all the time. Oh, yeah. So here's here's the splash page. Oh, you can see it right there. Yeah. Okay, so it's logo AOL up yep. left. Mailbox down mm -hmm. here. There is a huge page here. There's a huge splash saying, get away. Uh, and it says, uh, I believe it says, get away to the Big Apple. It's a... <laughs> Key, keyword, ah! keyword NYC. This was, this was before uh, there was any ad targeting whatsoever. So New, New York residents are getting... <laughs> I mean, this is the internet uh, uh, portal, as it were. This is your ISP saying... I mean, hey, AOL knows where you live. Yeah, yeah. so they, if they really... yeah. And they kind of say, oh, you want a nice, pleasant place to kind of enter the internet. It's like the <laughs> waiting room. So, like, they're not making money on this. I believe at the time they're probably not even... Do you think they're getting kickbacks for what they put in the phone? Oh, I absolutely think so. In yeah, I mean, like AOL keywords, those were all paid and, you know, stuff like that. Like, So NYC was like the, the was the city of New York paying AOL to, sure. promote, yeah. to promote the city of yeah. New York yeah. to New York residents? Yeah. <laughs> well, that part's not, I mean, that, yeah, that part's just an artifact of the way their system probably worked. But it is yeah. kind of a subtweet that like, she's like, uh, she's like getting on the internet. It's like, hey, why don't you get away to the Big Apple instead of like being stuck on your computer right now? Yeah, uh, yeah I'd call that a subtweet. There is news. Uh, the yep. news here says uh, Supreme Court uh, will take up the L. Matthews case. Mm. Uh, I find no evidence of the L. Matthews case. The Supreme Court was ever a thing. So okay. uh, does this maybe mean maybe they didn't ever actually. Maybe this was maybe they didn't take it up actually. I mean, I think I'd find some evidence that it exists, which mm -hmm. makes me feel was this entire splash page written up for the movie? Yeah. That's like really. That seems like a lot of work. Well, and if no, so, it's it's it's, e it's even harder to ensure that the live AOL splash page is like movie ready. I mean, you take a chance to see what happens. Sure. I mean, I think it's weird if a person was doing this, they chose to get away to the Big Apple. That is weird. That is weird. Because <laughs> that's like the one thing well, you don't want to show in New York is like someone getting yeah. a, a travel uh, advice to go to New York City. Well, but maybe it's kind of like, they. hey, everyone's seeing the same thing here. Uh, let's do something New York themed because everything else here is New York themed. And there's a small Statue of Liberty there, which is like... That's, that's nice. If you're a New Yorker, nothing like seeing the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> I'm home, baby. Uh, is, yes. Bottom uh, bottom of the page is a uh, it's an ad to kind of uh, click through, and you can see school supplies. Uh, school supplies. Oh, those catalog. come up in a little bit. Uh, do those, they? Yeah, that's. I almost wrote that as my key line. School supplies. It makes me want to buy school oh. supplies. Holy hell! It's really just connecting everything in the movie to this AOL home screen would be my. My guess. It's here. almost like the movie is an adaptation of the AOL uh, splash pitch. They just opened it up and said, that, I'm guessing that was the initial treatment. Yeah. <laughs> Get away to New York City. It's like, oh, let's set in New York City. It's like, uh, yep. check out school supplies. I want to buy school supplies. Yep. Uh, right side of the page, what's new? Parental controls, hmm. uh, member services, go to the web, and stock quotes. Hmm. <laughs> Which I'd say of this, most of this is not. Like, Parental controls being a top level. Yeah, like, I, it's, it's, I like how. Yeah, go to the web is like a. 
is below a, parental controls. It's really it's important you get your parental controls in order before you go to the web. Every day I check out what's new. Yep. Update the parental controls. Check out the member services, and then I go to the web. Yes. You know. Yeah. Order importance, and then I check out stocks. Uh, just kind of odd. Uh, and then she uh, finds out she in fact does have mail. Mm-hmm. And. And she mouths the words, you've got mail. At, she has the timing down. Pat, it's pretty cool, too. Did you notice there's a mailbox there? Yeah. And the mailbox has this flag down. Yeah, I know. Up, and, then it, and then it pops up yep. as it says, you've got mail. Yep. That's yep. good. It's really good. That's really yeah. good. Uh, and she has at least one email. We zoom in so we don't see if she only has one email. Uh, do you think she had more than one email or just or do you think this is the only email? I think this is her only email. I mean, she probably last checked it, what, last night? Maybe maybe longer. Hmm. Boy, imagine having like <laughs> inbox zero is like the default. Yeah, you don't get emails because no one sends emails. That's yes, except NY one five two. It's lovely. Thought. Yeah. Well, and no one would think to send emails to shopgirl at aol dot com. Um, should maybe. we send an email to shopgirl at aol dot com? <laughs> yeah, I think we should. And and w- let's send an email to shopgirl and ny ny152 at aol.com are they gonna be cc'd or they will yeah i was gonna send it to both of them and just say wanted to introduce you both okay that's right good i'm sure someone's done this before uh yes but uh have they done it on air while doing a podcast about the movie probably not probably not okay shopgirl at aol.com ny152 at aol.com okay and the subject is just wanted to introduce you both EOM. Uh, EOM. Uh, sending it from staff. staff at earfullofconvoy.com. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, how did people start emails back then? Uh, my dog's name is Brinkley. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his he just jumps right in. He doesn't... No no salutation. No, yeah, no, like, hello there. Um, so just just uh, say uh, a, a pet uh, that someone has and uh, details about it. Uh, no, I want. I'm have to introduce them to each other here. So, um, hey, you two. Oh, that's not how you write emails. Okay. Um, you are two people I'd like to introduce. You, you. are two of my favorite people. Of my favorite two, two great people. Yes. Um, and I think you hit it off. Uh, yeah, I think you would hit it off. I wanted to drop a do people say drop a note drop drop what what would them said in 1999 i wanted to send an e mail uh sure uh you you would say that i was an yeah. email to you both to, to drop, you to both drop the note to drop a note to to invite uh invite, a dialogue yes to invite a dialogue yes and possibly spark romance no i'm not going to get ahead of myself here okay when, okay, you are two great people. I think you would hit it off. I wanted to send an email to you both to drop a note to invite a. Di- I'm just I'm deleting a lot of this here. I wanted to send an email to you both uh, to make sure you were connected with each other. Cheerio. Are we yeah. British in this in this world? People don't end their emails this way. The email just ends. Apparently, back in the day, it did. It's yeah, like, it's like a chat. It's like a long chat. Uh, best of luck. No. No? Yeah. Okay. It just ends. <laughs> yeah, good. That's the end. end of an email. Uh, just write a Okay, I'm just going to send that. Yeah, Great. That's a good email. Sent. Sent. Good. Yeah. Very good. High chance of, of some sort of auto-reply here. 
Possibly. Nothing yet. Nothing. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, I mean, AOL. Okay, so describe. Like right now, mm -hmm. like the world of ISP in the well, you know, late nineties. Mm -hmm. Like, what were your choices? Like AOL was one. Earthlink. Earthlink. So like, like right now, people want mainly. I want to get on the internet. Mm -hmm. I want to connect. You know, I also want to connect email. You know, if I means people still use desktop email mm -hmm. stuff. But, like, you don't really need a portal anymore. But at the time, every ISP basically had their own a, portal. Mm -hmm. Yes. And they kind of feel like this is the main, this is what you want. Right? Yeah. Well, they saw themselves as a as a vertically integrated service provider. Yeah. It's kind of like the difference, like, banking and, like, you have a nice lobby and just, mm -hmm. like, banking, like, oh, yeah, we have, like, protocols of, of taking money in and out. People want as little as possible now. Yeah. Or, like, you know, we have stationery that you can use. <laughs> Yeah, so you have st st well, banks? Yeah. Send you, uh, you know, the, your bank sends you... Um, Statements. No, send, sends you like notepads and pens and stuff. <laughs> You're saying they don't do that anymore? <laughs> I don't think they do it as much anymore, no. I don't remember ever getting bank notepads or seeing that ever, but I, I can believe it happens. Uh, <laughs> well, you must have been with a very good bank. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of it's kind of odd at the I mean sushi. at the time, sushi. <laughs> I mean at the time. Uh, well, let's we'll turn up so we listen this time around. Okay. Got to catch it this time around. Like a lot of people probably even like know who their internet service provider is because it's 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 generic. You get the same internet. Well, I mean, you do. They do bill you. But when you had AOL, you got email. Sure, it was yeah, it was vertically integrated. You got news, yeah. parental controls, yeah, chat rooms, chat rooms, chat bots. Yeah, I don't even know anymore. I. <laughs> this is her email is at twenty one k. Hmm. Did you notice that? No, Get that's away. a lot more than one. Subject, Brinkley. Two shop girl. Brinkley is my dog. Brinkley is my dog. He loves the streets of New York as much as I do. Although he likes to eat bits of pizza and bagel off the sidewalk, and I prefer to buy them. Brinkley is a great catcher, was offered a tryout on the Mets farm team, but he chose to stay with me so that he could spend 18 hours a day sleeping on a large green pillow the size of an inner tube. Don't you love New York in the fall? It makes me want to buy school supplies. Good. Very good. Very good. Um, so I like a lot of things about this. Yes. One, I like the um, formatting of the email. <laughs> One solid block of text. Which, so it's it's meant to, I think, imply that this is, it's not this is a non sequitur. It's that they've been having an ongoing conversation. Yes. And this is just the next message in that conversation. But with a new subject, which is interesting. You're carrying on a threaded conversation, but he's just tossing out a different subject there. It it's is. not a re. It's not like re-Brinkley. Yeah. re your question, it's just frankly. It is interesting that I, I think people have the uh, responsive excitement of getting a physical letter, mm -hmm. but without the formality of a physical letter. Mm -hmm. Like one, I'd say two things. A letter in the mail does not have a subject. Mm. You just get a letter. Yep. Uh, but a, uh, a a piece of mail in the in the mail, actually physical mail, would have 
like a date, a header, mm. salutation, and a closing, and mm-hmm. this has none of those things. Yes, yes. Uh, well, the date is built into it. I mean, you know, there's a that's true. You don't need to do the words. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, but it's not like part of the text of it. Sure. Uh, which is, I mean, did you feel that uh, did email ever have the feeling of excitement of getting a letter, or do you feel like it's always been too? Oh, sure. No, I think there's. I mean, I think. Um, back in a, in a in a time before you know notifications, I think there was a there was that experience of like let me check my email and see what I got, you know. Always kind of see if anyone responded. That sort of thing. So let me let me check my email and see if anyone responded to, uh, <laughs> to Shop Girl and NY. Nope, nothing. No, nope, yeah. not even an auto reply. Too so yeah, I mean the problem bad. is I go here and I've got two thousand seven hundred eighty three emails in this inbox, and um, none of them are special anymore. Yeah, I mean, I feel like in the late '90s, uh, I had, uh, I had an email account because at the point, like, it's like, oh, email, you have to be like, you have to have like pay a money. prince, you have to be a prince, prince to use email, you have to be prince. But then I heard like you can get free email at Excite.com. I'm like, mm-hmm. hell yes! <laughs> so I, I signed up at Excite.com, which had its own web portal. Mm. You click in, and it has the internet ready at your fingertips the way you want it. Yep. Uh, and I think I signed up for like a joke email. Like it would send a series of jokes every day. Nice. Yeah, it was a, it was a joke mailing list. That's good to have. Uh, I mean, that was yeah. Was, I mean, I remember a lot of like um, what a, you know chain mail emails, right? Um, you know, you'd get emails from like friends at school that would be like, copy this, send it to ten people. Through school? I thought people. Oh, yeah. got that through like great uncles and aunts. Well, I think that's where they start. And then it's like, copy this, send it to 10 people, and then like answer these questions, oh. you know? I, I never and then you just have this history in my of circle who ever would Everyone answering a bunch of questions. I also, I, at least through high school, I feel like sometimes it'd be like, oh, this meeting's been canceled. It's like, oh yeah, I haven't checked my email in two weeks. Yeah. That's a great feeling. But, but that I still, that still happens. That happens to me today where, <laughs> where like meetings will be canceled or things will happen. Yeah. And it will be like, well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I've been in meetings for the last three hours and have yeah. not had a chance to check my email. So I did not see that. No. But I guess the interesting <laughs> part is the cadence of how often you check your email. In this mm-hmm. case, I would check my email. Like I would actually go weeks without checking my email. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is, that's a great feeling, isn't that? Mm. Well, not when you get back to it. And there's a big old but pile of email. But you go back, and there's no email. Well, there you go. Isn't that nice? It's going to check my uh, email at the P.O. box. I checked it last weekend. Mm-hmm. I need to go back tomorrow, pick up again. Yeah. But, you know, it's not pressing. Yeah. It is what it is. Uh, but on the flip side, people got a lot more physical mail. So that's a whole thing to sort they, through. They you got know. a lot more physical in general. And, and fi- yeah. But physical mail, like I get physical mail today and I put it in a pile and then I ignore it for a while and then I pick it up maybe, you know, somewhere between one and five months later and then see what's in it. <laughs> I, I work in three New Yorkers these days. Uh, you know, they're there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just have a standing policy that anything that's sent to me in a physical mail, like, can't be particularly urgent. <laughs> Why? So how did you get e- email from uh, the storage facility uh, provider? Well, what's this whole story? Storage facility provider? You, you, linked, a, you linked a picture of... How to optimize your storage facility profits? No, that was a magazine in the lobby of a storage facility I was at earlier today. Oh, I thought that's yes. what you got. Uh, no, no, I did not get that personally in the mail. Oh, too bad. No, but um, yes. Oh, I thought I thought that was somehow sent to you, which would be a. It seems like a great magazine. 
Um, um, it, it is. It, it was a very good magazine. Um, so, okay, we we see uh, Joe Fox and Brinkley uh, introduce the movie for the first time. We do, and I like one of the other things I like about this is the the smooth transition from uh, Kathleen to Joe in terms of narrating this email. You get just a, a, a just a you just like that jogger from you know from from side world to real world. It's like yeah. you get Kathleen to Joe, and he just picks up where she left off. It's great. So she. Does she start reading? Do we, does she read in the world context? Do we hear her voice? Yeah, read? see, look, the Warner Brothers thing, when it's zoomed yeah. in, it's pixely. Yeah. And it's part because it's part of the background. Same resolution as the background. I think it's Nikon. Yeah. Sorry. Um, uh, does she start reading it out loud, or is it her thinking it? We hear her thoughts. Um, <laughs> we can note this. I, we, I, it's, we, we, we're hearing her thoughts reading the email. Yeah, she's and not then, reading it out loud. And then she's, but she is not, she's imagining it being read in her voice. And then we imagine her hearing his voice, and then we see him. This kind of layers yeah. reality we're going through. Yeah, here. yeah, which is nice. Yeah, I would like it, it. Would it be good if, like, because she doesn't know it's Tom, it's Tom Hanks, mm. Joe Fox, that is. Mm. So would it be good if it was like some third voice that was not him, just a generic male voice? Um, <laughs> no, I don't think that would be good. I don't think it'd be good either. I'm glad yeah. we agree. Yeah. Uh, um, the other thing I like is we get to Tom Hanks, and we see him consume half of his total orange juice supply. <laughs> In one go, he's got a, he's got what looks like a like a you know a quart of orange juice. He in turn has a very luxurious apartment. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He, he has a steel refrigerator, which is I think mm. deeply luxurious at mm -hmm. the time. Yeah, uh, takes out a, a, a jug of orange juice, a, a small, a thin jug of orange juice, a conservatively sized ju jug of orange juice. Has at least two servings in it, and pours about half of it into his glass. Yeah, what's not to like? Yeah. I'm just oh. saying, I mean, he must go, he must have to pick up orange juice every other day if he's doing this regularly. And this is an age where uh, people didn't have uh, refrigeration. Well, I was say a series of couriers, like, oh, please deliver me my stuff. You know? Oh, yeah, no, it's not, uh, yeah, Amazon uh, Prime Now could not show up with more orange juice. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I think. All Amazon could sell you would be like a thousand books. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, is it, is 98 when Amazon started? I think it. I think it had a. I think it had a small presence before it. When did Amazon first matter? Amazon started. I, I think it probably started ninety four yeah. or something. I think it had the early years. Um, I'm not gonna find the answer on Amazon.com. Okay, here we go. Um, oh wow, nineteen ninety four. That's what I said. Wow. Yeah. I wasn't listening because I was trying to navigate the internet. Sure. Um. Formerly, oh, it was Kadabra Inc. from 1994 to 1995. That's why I remember. <laughs> hey, yes. I still call Kadabra. You were a big Kadabra fan back in yeah. the day? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, founded in 1994. And she started as an online marketplace for books. So when, But when did they start selling non-books? That's more my question. Um, in May 1997, they went public. I think they had some non-book stuff pretty early, but we'll get, we'll, we'll talk about oh, bookstores. Oh, uh, 1998. They started selling music and videos in 1998. Wow. Look at that. How well does everything align? Incredible. Uh, okay, so we have, uh, we could run long, but... Uh, we could, but we wouldn't because every one of these is two hours. Yeah, do we want to... Okay, so what we need to do before we wrap up, uh, we, we had one idea for a... Uh, we're not doing Drink of the Up because the show is not about cocktails. That's nice. Yeah, I've just got I've just got a gigantic Jeff Bezos mouth. Right, his, right click set his desktop. Very, very pixelated <laughs> picture of Jeff Bezos' mouth uh, on my screen, so that's good. Nice. Okay, we're gonna close that. We're gonna check real quick check to see if we've gotten any response from Shop Girl or NY152. Hmm. We have not, unless hmm. they're in spam. Yeah. 
which would be funny. Be very funny. They're not. Lots of good stuff in spam, though. Um, okay, so yeah, so we got to close out with some stuff, right? Oh, so, What's our so, thing? So, so final thoughts. Let's just like, yeah, final this. thoughts. This is about you know he he is like he foreshadows stuff by saying like look at this people in Virginia which is not New York City it's like mm -hmm. those Virginians mm -hmm. their minds were entranced by solitaire and they they stopped doing work mm -hmm. and it's like well that never happened to us but she's getting entranced by the world of, of yes. the internet yes. you know yes. it's 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 a story of addiction. It's good. Yeah. Uh, okay, so no drink of the app because this is not a movie nope. cocktail. No drinks here, but... Uh, do we want to do... Hack uh, of the app? Hack of the app. Is this something we want to do? No. We identify I... a problem, <laughs> and how could technology better serve the problems that people face? I don't think it's as good. We let, could let, do let, protocol let, of the app. That would be good. Okay, let's try Let's try hack of the app. Okay. Do, okay, so right. we do this what, quickly. Okay, give me a problem. I'd say the problem is that she goes through a lot of physical work to make sure that he is vacated... Uh, the presence of the place you know she has to like Ooh, hop around yeah yeah okay well what technology could have been yeah. this drones she could have in what way to actually <laughs> to like, two ways to eliminate him <laughs> three ways yes three ways okay, one, what are the two ways one killer drone take him out yes okay <laughs> never a frank again okay number two i'm already really bought in on hack of the up yeah uh, okay two <laughs> drone Outside, following him, camera feed to, her, uh, you know, her, right? Sure. Do you, do you think in the future, Yeah. do you think, like like a video game, mm. everyone will always have a feed a few feet behind their back? Yeah. So, like, at any point, you just come in, oh, what's, what are my friends up to? Yeah, you, like, I do. Slap it, and it'll just be like, it's like watching them in real time. I do. I do think that. <laughs> yes. Uh, so would this be something that romantic partners say because we trust each other? Yeah, it's what, like sharing what, your location on your phone with yeah, you. Know, so yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. like are they official to the point that they see each other's drone feeds? Yeah, <laughs> that's really I like that a lot. Actually, yeah. that's we should be futurists. Yeah. Um. Okay, that's two, and okay. then three is three is that she has a rideable drone. <laughs> okay. Yes. That can kind of you know just like scoot her around the house. And, you know, fly her around the house. So, in this point, you still would be looking around, but it's just a lot less exertion because she's flying around in a small drone. Yes. That is... Of those, of those three hacks, what are the most... What's the most intriguing? I would say I'm less sold on the third because it would take a lot of energy to fly around. Mm, yeah. I do like the idea of, of the portable drone behind so people can monitor each other's uh, movements at all times. Yeah. And what I think would allow... I think a lot of ease of infidelity. Yeah. And so far as you can keep track. Although would he he could like track her and then look at her drone uh, of what of her going on AOL. Right? Um uh, he sorry, I was looking for hacking music. Yeah. Um yes, he, he could he could be tracking all sorts of activity looking at her computer. But yeah. like would there be asymmetry here? Would she in fact say, Well, it's like of course you trust me to look at your drone, but I'm not sure I'm ready. Nice. This is our hack of the app music. Nice. This is good. It's really good. Uh, okay, sorry. Yes, proceed. I mean, it sounds like the problem with the hack is that he could see her drone and then the, her trying to have privacy to talk with NY152 would be thwarted. Yeah. yeah. Well, but maybe, maybe she could turn off her drone. Yeah. Sometimes. I, I think I, uh, this, this goes down to the how you work person to person yeah
but the tech enables you to 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 have it work. Yes. That's why it's the hack of the app. That is the hack of the app. Do we have to name it? I don't think. Oh, uh, I don't think yeah, drone hack. Name. Drone hack. Listen to that. Listen to that. This is good. Okay, so uh, well, what's what's, right. what's left? Uh, we have our famous segment, uh, uh, "Where in the Air." I have to do this. Workforce. There it is. Uh, where in the air? Wait, 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 what? Where in the Where in the air? Yeah, this is where you take the variable uh, software's eye view ah. as we uh, uh, assess the movie as a whole. As a whole, uh, the movie up to these five minutes and these five minutes. Okay. Where? Oh, W A R E. Where in the air? Okay. Yeah. Sounds it's, good. It's like software going through the air, kind yes. of like in the uh, the Loha protocol. Yes. Uh, software is being encoded and going through the air. Uh, okay, very good. Um, and do we need we need song sounds for that as well. Do we? Yes, we do. Okay. Yeah, you're you're the master of the. Yeah, I, the yeah. Music. I've got it. I've got it. Uh, oh, I got it going on here. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> got it. <laughs> you search for anything, and then ten hours after it, you get exactly what you need. It's nice that um, ten hours became the classic. Is it because you can you can sleep to it? Yeah. And then have an extra two hours to spare. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's do where in the air. So, sure. um, we're gonna rate the movie as a whole as a whole. We're gonna rate these five movie up until this point as a whole, yeah. and then these five minutes. Okay. Sure. Movie as a whole as a whole. Sure. Start with start with that. Yeah. We yeah, start yeah, with yeah. that. Okay. Ready? Three, Three two, one. Four, four and a half stars. Yeah, I, I could I could believe I'm seeing four right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I'll probably come down to four. So far, yeah. it's very strong. The yeah. intro was great. Um, okay. Uh, I don't want to bias the next scores, though. Okay. Sure. Movie up until this point as a whole. Ready? Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one. Four five and a star. half stars. I'd say five stars. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And these five minutes. Okay. Ready? Three, Three two, two, one. Five, five stars. stars. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's a beautiful five minutes. And that has been Where in the Air. All right. Okay, nice. so uh, are you in contact info? We can. Uh, so the problem last time is that this was a disaster. Mm -hmm. uh, do you, do you want to take control of this? To let's better audio engineering. Let's and actually... start clean with contact info. Sure. So here's my recommendation: each episode, we say every third syllable. <laughs> I'm not sure I understand what that means. <laughs> let me let me uh, let me provide an example. This doesn't sound. This sounds the opposite of clean. Of, clean. This sounds not. I I feel this is going to be worse. More of a low, disaster. Full. Are you doing it or is it an example? Mail. At. I don't think. I think it has to be actually functional. No, but we're going to fill in the gaps, right? So that, so we're we're laying the foundation this episode. But people need to and then next us now. In the next episode, people we come back and we fill in the gaps. It's a thought. It's a thought. I don't think it's gonna work. Okay. Also, this is up to you to to extract because I got I got a lot of complaints <laughs> of I was extracting it badly in the past. You yeah you were. Whereas you are okay. You're the, Let's I, start clean. Here we go. If you want to contact us, what can you do? You can email us at staff at earfulofcocktail.com probably or staff at earfulofconvoy.com. Correct. You can't yet. Emails at staff at earfulof.com, but I think that's where we're going with this. Yes, and we also have earfulofyouvegotmail.com. We might. That's a really tricky URL. <laughs> I feel like we, we bought it. 
did I don't oh did you maybe you did okay we'll look into that we'll look into it yeah it's just it's, uh probably staff at earful I think we just standardize an earful if, if you're of, listening please don't please don't squat on it right now yeah please um <laughs> we'll be devastated please no no uh, uh okay and then um uh if you want to Twitter tweety tweeted us this is way too long at we're earful not, of no let's make this no short. we're just gonna do it organically each episode okay, here here is Twitter the, earful no, of okay let's do this yeah we have to keep a good here's okay you here's we'll do it question answer style you give me a prompt i will answer it i'll give you a prompt you answer it ready three two one i want to twitter you at earful of i want to email you staff at earful of cocktail.com or staff at earful of convoy.com or staff at earful of.com once it's set up but it is not yet I want to go to your website. Earfulof.com. Great. Hello? No. no uh, we're not doing that. No, no more hello. Okay. okay, that's great. Okay, that's, so we're, yeah. we're basically there. So uh, I'd say in closing, I just want to say uh, through technology, we're now uh, creating a world uh, in which, which uh, anything is possible. But where we go from here, uh, that is up to you. That's, is, that's, is that our sign off? Yeah, that's 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 the classic phrase I like to say to people. Where we go from here is up to you. Is up to you.